it's totally casual. It's nothing. Uh, sure. Nothing to be concerned with. Um, let me make sure chat's actually good and running, and then I will. But this is this is a complete like out of nowhere as well. I actually said there won't be an EFAP this week, so people can be like, "What? What the fuck?" Unsubscribed. <laughs> I like the text messages you put in the uh... <laughs> I was trying to- I, I was trying to make it work. <laughs> yeah, once enough people talk, no one will see the horrific messages I've sent about Fortia behind his back. Where's the thumbnail still Amnesia and Heavy Ghost? I fucking changed the thumbnail! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Hello everyone in chat. How do you do everybody in Chataroo? Yeah, I guess I've uploaded the thumbnail twice. I hope that actually changes for people. I'll be embarrassed otherwise. I'll just be like, what does this have to do with that? Actually, no. It'll work even with amnesia. Oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to share the uh, watch together? Oh, well, I mean, I guess I could. <laughs> but, yeah. I, was gonna say, I was like, I'm not watching it from <laughs> you know the stream. <laughs> you know what's great is it shows it on the stream, but it cuts off the last six letters, so there's no way the random public could get in because they'd have to guess all six. So, haha, I didn't make that mistake, which would have been embarrassing. We made that mistake a lot on our, like, Rags in particular. <laughs> Dude, Ra lot. Rags is like a 60-year-old man when it comes to the computer. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I had him on screen tape for the first time, I was like, uh, is everybody good to record their audio and give it to me? And then uh, he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, record your audio on your end. He was like, <laughs> he was like with what? And I was like, audacity? And he was like, what's audacity? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Amnesia, I mean, rags, no, please. Um, but yes, hello, uh, chat. How do you do? Um, <laughs> yeah, look, someone just said, I was watching your Amnesia vs. Sober, and you were saying you would respond to Joseph, uh, when this, when this video comes out. And it came out! That's, that's the wondrous <laughs> thing. So serendipitous. I'm not even kidding, uh, 2015, I think I did that series, or was it 2016? But, um, <clears throat> either way, he said during his Soma video, that he was gonna make a video to explain why horror games just don't work, and I was like, bring it on. <laughs> because, uh, but, but it's, uh, obviously it's very subjective, but there are also some points in here that we can definitely get uh, our perspectives on. But um, he very famously said, which I will meme until it's I'm, I'm dead, that Soma is not a horror game because it's not scary. Which is the most, like, yeah, retarded statement ever. And he's actually... When I was watching this video, as soon as I got to the part where he said Summer, I'm like, yep, I'm pretty sure he's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> respond to this one. Oh yes, I mean, Summer's my baby, I don't, I don't mind admitting that, I think it's an and, excellent uh, game. Fun fact, because uh, I'm, I'm new here, even though I've been friends with Mahler for a little while, I actually met Mahler because, in, if you guys recall, he did that, uh, that video on uh, Outlast, and he was, uh, he was uh, picking on a bunch of other YouTubers uh, that kind of didn't do very good synopses or just didn't do a good job in general. And I was one of them. And it was really funny because I came, I was watching it and I got this like pit in the in my stomach and I was like, fuck, is my video going to pop up? And the moment that it did, I like, <laughs> nearly had a panic attack. I was like, fuck, he's going to rip me apart. <laughs> I, it was really fair. You were right because uh, I was at the point of already trying to be like, I've got to be nice. Uh, i got to stop being mean. <laughs> Like, um, <laughs> people got really upset when I rip into people they like, and I don't blame them, it's like, no one likes to see that, but if <laughs> if you're like Patrick Willem's level, where you literally say, like, up is down, but down is up, and you just be like, what, why do you, and you don't find yeah, any... Yeah, very easy on me, you just kind of nitpicked a point here and there, but, uh, yeah, after that I messaged you on Twitter, I was like, it was a really good video, dude, and you're like, oh, thank you, and then... And then we became friends! The sweetest person in the world. Oh, yeah, so I may as well get around, because I know the, there's, there's a lot of people in chat will be like, okay, I know Mola. 
<laughs> so to my left is Fringy, who you guys he was on before for the for the Black Panther EFAP, which was wonderful. Uh, yes, that's right. The uh the Rhino Milk episode. The beautiful, beautiful Rhino Milk episode. So welcome back as a as a recurring guest, which this was a yeah, so I should probably say as well, this is an emergency EFAP, as we all get every once in a while you need a bit of an emergency one to sort out, you know, if you how you feel in the moment. Joe's Fanison released this video and I was like, oh my goodness. I want to respond, but but Rags is out of town, so uh, I, ha I had to fill with with a bunch of these freaks. So, like this fringy person was was the oh, first thanks. one. Thanks, thank uh, you so much. Then you oh, got early for this. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Chase Face, who's next up. Who I mean, yeah, he just explained like that's that's pretty much how I met him. I said uh, he's a piece of shit, and then he was like, hey, and then I was like, oh, you want to hang? And you're like, yeah, okay. I'm I'm a little weeaboo faggot. I don't know why he talks to me. See? Frankly. See, that's, you, you get yourself down when, when you made <laughs> what I would call was the best video I've ever seen on Klonoa. That's, that's my, that's my Aww, opinion. thank you. I, I, I'll generally find a way to promote that one day. I just gotta slip it in somehow, it's not awkward <laughs> as hell. Very if I cool, ever release cool. a video, <laughs> that'll be uh, the first step, but... Yeah, so he'll, he'll be here to check this video out, and then to the left of him would be uh, a, a good friend of mine, Smiler Al, who was actually on, I think, the first episode of uh, EFAP with a different icon. Yeah, I can't remember which episode. I don't think it was the first one. It was one of the earlier ones, and it was you were there for Macintosh, weren't you? Yeah, that was yeah. So that was like what third, maybe. I think so. But yes, and then to the left of him is Mister Metal Commander, who's never been on here before, to my knowledge. Yes, that's true. Hello. But uh, yeah, he hangs out like with me every once in a while. We like do stuff, and yeah, he's good friends. So how I think we've all seen this video aside from Alex. Um, in, uh, not necessarily because we wanted to prep, because we don't really do that on the show, but because I was so interested in seeing what the arguments were. And um, there's already been responses that... I love watching Joseph Addison respond to criticism. It's so hilarious. He's uh, He doesn't take it well. He gets very, very prickly. <laughs> like it gives you a good idea of how they view themselves. If Because if, every now and then someone will give me criticism, and my immediate response is just like, fuck you, you don't know what you're talking about. But every now and then I have to shit. stop and go, no, you know, that's a really well, good point. I was for wrong. instance, on Twitter, this is what he said. Uh, Way more people criticizing this latest video without watching it than usual. I hope it doesn't mean it's always this high and it's just more obvious this time. <laughs> why would why assume that? <laughs> what if they did watch the video and they disagree with you because of everything that they saw? Well, it, not fringy. They're just haters. They're all haters, dude. Come on, get with it. Genuinely, also, it's, it is fringy on behalf of uh, the poor guy. He's he gets called fringy a lot. Um, I know. It's okay. I got your back, bro. <laughs> Um, yeah, the when I saw the title of this, I was like, "Man, you really gonna explain this in thirteen minutes?" Like horror games. That's a very large genre, you know. Because like, yeah, if someone said why games don't work for me, and then the video was, "I literally am dead. I have no arms, legs, or senses." So and you'd be like, "Oh, okay." But <laughs> like, if someone's gonna go, "I don't like games because I never played them," or "I don't like it," you know, you'd just be like, "You, you surely you're gonna have to have a lot of substance because it's gonna take um a while." Yeah, you would you would think that. I mean, you're effectively trying to say this entire genre that is effective for the majority of people doesn't work. It's a pretty bold statement. And uh, on top of that, then you, you, uh, there was like a subreddit post for this video, 
and someone linked my Soma videos on it, and uh, Joseph Anderson actually commented back to it, but he completely ignored my my videos, which I don't blame him because <laughs> I actually saw a couple of comments that were just talking about yeah, Mahler's video was way more on point than, the, and they like criticized <laughs> you, but they were like, he's still it's because I was an like, asshole, he's a like narcissistic, <laughs> stuck up prick. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not exactly untrue. I was like seriously looking back at the Soma, I was like mad. I was I was I was annoyed though. He'd. Uh, I genuinely think he dealt damage to Soma, like, and the, and the makers of Soma. Yeah, I, I remember how fucked off you were when you were making the videos on that, man. I have so much respect for Frictional Games, and watching yeah. someone so influential say, yeah, this is a shitty horror game, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, yeah. you, you'd have no idea how much effort they put into making it a good game, like... I'm a, I'm a YouTuber. If I don't like something, poo-poo. It's not good anymore. Sorry, boys. Sorry, gamers. That's just yeah. the truth. And, uh, like, he said at one point, like, he, there's, a, there's a part in the game where you do a thing, and he talks about it in terms of story analysis as if there's no choice, which there is a choice in that part, and it betrays the fact that not only did he not know there was no choice, but he only played the game once. And to me, oh I'm like, God. oh, played the game oh, yeah. once. Yeah, because he forgot that about the WoW being destroyed at the end. In the I think that's the part, yeah. But, um, mm. you know, and there, oh, there yeah. are valid complaints for Soma, I don't deny that. It's just a lot of stuff he said was really dumb. Oh, um, I know. I, I should say straight away that we're probably going to be shitting on Joseph Anderson quite a bit in this video, which you might notice is a bit of a running <laughs> yeah. gag with uh, all of Mahler's content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say, I want to say up front, I've known about Joseph Anderson for a while. Uh, his uh, perspectives are interesting. I don't explicitly hate the dude. If he watches this, Joseph, I don't have anything against you. Oh, well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let him know that me and Alex both watched his The Witness video, and uh, what, what do we say oh, something along the lines, Alex, where we were like, why can't all of his videos be like this? Yeah, I mean, well, I think I think the thing was with, with that one was that I obviously most of the videos I watch are like you know I, I've played the games or whatever, so I don't just like instantly disagree with him just because it's him. But the witness was actually like, oh yeah, no, it, he it did is research quite lined up with mine. He like passionately yeah, yeah. got into it. Yeah, yeah, he did. It. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, insight into it. Um, I wanted to comment on the, about the uh, the title again, the whole why horror games so scare me. It kind of come across as like. That kind of pretentious brag when somebody like like brags about how many like how much alcohol they've drunk in one night. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, sure that's not me. what he's going for. I yeah, know, there were, I know. There were a couple of comments like, like, oh, you know, it doesn't touch me. I'm not, I'm not affected whatsoever. But it's just like, oh, there were, there oh, were a couple right, comments hey. saying, oh, look at the big, the big manly YouTuber. He's not yeah, scared of us little, like, little all right, kid games. Okay, okay, son. Well, like, uh, I was watching DSP play Amnesia recently, and like, there's, there's a bit where a, a door like flings open and wind just goes, woo, and then he goes, oh wow, a door. Is that supposed to scare me? I'm not scared. And he like, and it, it comes across, <laughs> you're like, man, you're really just puffing up your chest there, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that there's a bit of a disconnect for how, like, you're not supposed to be like, uh, I'm, I'm courageous, it can't scare me. You, the game wants you to be vulnerable, to let yourself sink in, you know, and, and pretend mm -hmm. for a second that you're actually in this situation, because obviously there's no reason to be afraid of any game or film, because none of it's real, ultimately. But that's not why we do these things, like this. We'll, we'll get to that point once we... We'll, we'll get, get into that, that yeah. Um... So yes, uh, I actually do think that Joseph's one of the better creators when it comes to analysis and sort of video essays and stuff compared to people like Downward Thrust or fucking other hundred oh, yeah, names. Not, e not even on the same level. I just, uh, this is the thing, I w it would be a perfect world if everyone was on the on the same level or up from Joseph Anderson because we could be all having decent conversations instead of being like, wow, this guy literally did this for money. Like, also, Joseph Anderson, if you listen to this, if you're listening now or in the future, please, for the love of fucking God, get a better microphone. Tweet me. I will I will literally help you shop for one. A preamp. 
I'll help you set it up, like everything. Just I know it sounds, for the love of God, stop using your headset. I know it sounds it. me, but my, my criticism with that side of it would be like, please sound more interested when you read your scripts. <laughs> you sound half dead when you do, you're like, this game does this and this and this. And over here, like, have you ever heard him make a joke? You're like, go, why did the chicken cross the road? Get to the other side. And then it carries on. There's a nice little gap, and you're like, oh shit, that was a joke. Like, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of joke. like a, a bit flat delivery. Because I'd say, probably, I guess, to me, the immediate comparison with him would be to Matthew Mitosis, but yeah. I find that Matthew Mitosis is still a, more interesting to listen to. Matthew Mitosis has the, the fucking beats. accent. I love I Matthew mean, Mitosis. <laughs> I've, yeah, same here. I think he's one of the best sort of uh, video game critics on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely agree with that. Well, some guy, myself, some guy said I can't call people out sounding half dead and bored. I deliberately try to sound <laughs> alive and well in my three hour videos. You sound like a fucking supervillain who's like slowly jerking himself <laughs> off. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I, 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 but I, I do appreciate that he puts a lot of effort into his videos. Good for you, Mr. Joseph. And today, I know that the, the, the initial response to anybody watching this would be like, man, you can't just let him have an opinion. It's like, Nope. We're going to generate our opinion on his opinion. So this is reaction culture. Everyone get used to. It. <laughs> if you no. if you want to say that you shouldn't say anything about it because it's an opinion, then we get to have that defense too. Give it give it over. It's ours. We can't keep it just for him. Um, <laughs> you know that's not how it works. Also, it's neat. We're on the eleventh episode of EFAP. We're finally past the the tenth on uh, running straight head into into progression. I, I don't know. It's just cool. Eleven's cool. Okay. Yeah. Shut up. Um, I'm looking I forward to adding very little value to it. But yes, I am ready to go. Is, is everybody... everybody yeah. Yep. yep. Alright, here we go. Yeah, boy. When I was a kid, I was terrified of scary movies. Half of the reason why is that I watched some ridiculously over-the-top horror movie when I was five years old and had nightmares for weeks. The other half is a strong aversion to being startled. As I got older, this. I don't know about you guys, but I can't take it seriously when people say startled. It reminds me of I South Park. I can't take it seriously when people put Undertale music in the background for the entire fucking video. Oh, is he? Is that what that <laughs> no. is? Yeah, it's that all is, the is whole thing is Undertale. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have chosen Undertale. Which is fine, but it's like it's not 2016 anymore. Go with Bloodborne. Bloodborne would have been great. It's nice and creepy. Yeah, it would have been fitting. Uh, but yeah, I, um, startled reminds me of. Um, I am so startled. Fucking, am I the only person <laughs> who knows this reference? <laughs> Don't no. be haggard. Uh, Friggy, Chase, do you actually watch South Park, or are you both sad? Oh yeah, I love South Park. Uh, it's been a while. It's I like the, don't even watch it's YouTube. The giant, I don't even watch TV anymore. I think it's the giant, like, is it gerbils or hamsters that attack the place? Yeah. It's a reference uh, to yeah, Cloverfield, I think. Yeah. And I, I can't take the word startled yeah. seriously. I'm so startled! <laughs> and then, oh, I gotta see that now. You know, like... <laughs> Uh, startling makes me think of stuff like so. You walk, you walk out of your bedroom, and then like a brother or sister is just standing, there and you go, "Oh, hey, what are you doing?" That that, that level of like, hmm, that, that could come from even like you know playing Mario, like nothing. But I mean, he uses startle quite a bit. I was just like, "We're not scared," but I think he considers them two different things. I don't know. This is the other thing that that someone brought to me. They were like, um, "For a video like this." You gotta be so clear on what these words mean, because otherwise we're all just yeah. sitting here like, what is the difference between being scared, being spooked, being startled? Variables. Mm -hmm. Especially with what um, is what is horror even like? What is yeah, what, what is it? Describing? What is it to be terrified and horrified? What are the? Mm -hmm. 
And it, I, I, if you Google it, terror means great fear or great horror. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> is horror great fear? How does this work? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he's literally, literally startled right now. Everyone in chat is startled. Let's, uh, let's let him go on. As I got older, this extended to horror games. I remember getting chills when I was 11 years old and saw this scene in Resident Evil for the first time. The remake version is it still is pretty spooky. spooky in my opinion. Yeah, it's funny, I, I actually got the remake. for the, That was the first one I played of Resident Evil, <laughs> alongside Mortal Kombat, yeah. and this scene scared the shit out of me when I was younger. I played two when I was a kid, but like the remake of one is, is really fucking good. Also, he says spooky a lot. In <laughs> I know it's it ironic. It's, it's it, not the it comes across as a little bit like do you get this as well? It's a little bit condescending. It's like stop referring to scary as spooky. It makes it sound like you're not taking it seriously at all. Yeah, it has the same sarcastic than Yeah. Fact. In fact, nothing in video games truly scares uh, me anymore. Truly. You could explain this away by saying I was a wimp when I was a kid, and that I grew tolerant to spooky stuff as I got older. However, there's a problem with this answer. Horror movies still scare me. Sure, it has to be above a certain level of camp and actually try to scare instead of startle, but these movies- What does that mean? I think what he's Jump trying scares? to draw- Yeah, I think he's drawing a distinction between movies that only scare you because they get catch you by surprise, yeah. which isn't really- like the I, which I find to be cheap, like the insidious sort of style conjuring the nun films, where it's just a monster that goes, Bleh! yeah, like atmosphere yeah. versus a sudden. Well, scare. let's compare it to, uh, I guess, Alien, which yeah. I'd say is a yeah, horror yeah. film, but doesn't really do jump scares. It always sort of builds up, builds up, and ramps up towards, I guess, what you see coming or what you don't see coming. Yeah, yeah, it could use attention. Does anyone know what um? Uh, what film this is he's currently using. I don't I know, actually. I don't recognize it. No idea. Mm -hmm. no no idea. idea. But these God, movies hipster. certainly exist and can creep me out. Same for a few horror books. Yet games can't do it for me oh. anymore. And after years of thinking about it, the reason why I finally clicked oh, into off, place no. when I was playing... <laughs> well, what's, what are you, well, what's wrong? <laughs> no, he's not, he's, he's not gonna shit on this, is he? Oh. I don't think... Oh, I, I can't... I don't think he's gonna shit on... It's more like shitting no, on he, the genre, not shitting on any specific yeah. game. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if that makes it better games. or worse, Sal. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna like grip my chair arms and <laughs> Games are, of course, interactive. The boundary between its characters and the audience is much thinner than in any other medium. For okay. the majority of a game's runtime, you are in total control of a character and the line between you can blur. I agree. This is especially true in a game that has a silent protagonist that you make in a character creator, but it's also true when your character is their own entity independent ahead? of you in some scenes. No, uh... No? For everybody Sometimes else? Watch Together can be a little bit glitchy. It's good for me. Well, sometimes I have issues where I try to pause it and it just ignores me. Do you want to pull it back a bit for you, Fringy, or...? Uh... Yeah, a little bit, like, 20 seconds. Sorry. That's right. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> and the yeah, line between you can blur. This is especially true in a game that has a silent protagonist that oh, you no, make in a character like creator, seconds, but it's also true when your character is their own entity independent of you in some scenes. This should, in theory, strengthen any situation that involves fear. In fact, this is why it took me so long to realize why video games don't scare me, because it- uh, I'd like to stop there, because I'd say that, yeah, it does actually make it scarier, just for most people. Um, I mean, it definitely makes it scarier for me. I hate to reference, like, Amnesia basically for every single counter-argument, because that's probably what I'll do. By the way, just for the record, <laughs> Joe Svadson 
I don't think he completed Amnesia and someone asked him, I think I told you guys before, one of the top comments was, dude, play Amnesia with the lights off, with headphones on, and uh, tell me that's not scary, and he replied to it saying it was boring. Like, it's... <laughs> I don't... Like, I can, um, okay, as someone with ADHD, I can kind of understand that, but you well, still have to give it... Anyone can find anything boring or exciting, that's, that's sure. besides the point, it's more about, like, um, with, with Amnesia especially, considering what he's just talked about, I get, like, this... I, I was Daniel, right, when playing it, because uh, what's really cool about that game is that you learn about Daniel's history, and instead of the character reacting to it like, oh god, I did all this, it's up to you, it's on you, because this is you now, you're getting told about all these things, because when you start the game, you're a blank slate, just like you would be going into the game without knowing anything, it's like, if you get immersed, you become that person, and you know, that, that worked flawlessly for me, but like, He's going to explain why it just can't for him. And, I, and it's interesting because I think uh, Fringy said this uh, in a PM at one point, but it's just like that interaction is why I pretty much say that like video games scare me more than any other medium because I get so entwined with as if I'm actually there. Uh, when when well, immersion... I, think, I think it's perfectly normal reaction to any video game. It's like when you're in the middle of an intense firefight in a shooter or something and you start actually panicking when you think that I mean, you're not scared, but you, you start getting frantic about it, even though, yeah, it, it technically doesn't matter because you just play it over again. But that's, <clears throat> you don't think about that, I don't I don't find. Like, sometimes you'll be consciously aware of, ah, oh, I'm going to have to respawn and yeah. do that all over again. But I think most of the time you're in the, you're sort of pulled into the experience. I mean, that's how games work. That's why games are fun. Well, in, this, least in my opinion, which is why I mean, we'll we'll get there. But like, I always felt like this video should have just been a conversation about immersion rather than yeah, highlighting also, yeah. a quote unquote problem. People have said that you're peaking a little bit, so if you can turn your microphone down by like five decibels or something. Okay, ma actually, I could just like, <laughs> uh, I, I well, yeah, I can just turn it down. Hang on, sure. Yeah, that should this be better. Yeah, yes, better. I apologize, chat. Yeah, I mean, the video so far is fine, because he's just setting the groundwork, so it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, this sure. is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're still waiting. <laughs> we're getting to it. It feels so intuitive. Fear should be pounce. one of, if not the most powerful emotion that video games can invoke. When you're watching a movie, it's a character that you are passively tethered to that is in danger. You can't change anything that happens, although you may become so involved that you start yelling at them not to split up, or to not go through some spooky door that obviously leads to something horrible, but you yourself are <laughs> never in any peril. What he's just said would be arguments for why movies don't work as well as games for many people. Like, mm -hmm. well, the fact that agency. The fact I mean, you if someone told you, it's like, it's predetermined, I have no interaction with it, so I'm not really scared for them because I know that they're dead or alive either way. You know, I don't agree with that statement, but someone can make it, and I just wonder how he reacts to that. Sure. How he reconciles it. Because obviously he would say, well, that's on them. This is for me. And it's all subjective. I'd be like, hmm, okay. I thought we could have a conversation, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> when you realize this, you may wonder, why do you feel scared at all? Well, an answer, but not the only answer, is empathy. Either you are invested in a character, or you are imagining what it would be like if you were in that same situation. If you were being hunted by some unstoppable supernatural force, surrounded by zombies, stalked by nightmares. <laughs> terrifying. If sorry, you were sorry, why did he just situation. Yeah, why did he use Twilight footage right there? I think, is that supposed to like sort of be a joke? Probably. I've got to imagine it's a joke. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's I, I, pretending I, that Twilight is almost like a horror. If you I, consider I, I it. I got get worked up over 
I just why? <laughs> it didn't land. I, that was like a subconscious joke. thing that I didn't catch the first time. I was like, was that fucking toilet right there? <laughs> I, I just caught it straight away. I was just like, what? <laughs> but okay, go on, go. Surrounded by zombies, stalked by nightmares. Terrifying. If you were to jump into the situation in place of the character, you can imagine how vulnerable you would be. So again, doesn't it feel so intuitive that in a video game, everything should be heightened since you are that character? You are in control. You are in the dangerous situation instead of the characters on their own. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out, no, not at all. Well, at least oh, not for right. me. Is that right? <laughs> see, and, and see, this is this is a problem with script, right? You could be like, that's just his opinion. Yeah. He's like, what well, he just he just said it as if it's just not he the case for anyone. An overarching problem, yeah. and not just his personal. You Go know, on. I was thinking about this. Uh, I think last night, where I think Mauler and I had a conversation, like about. Um, Marvel movies, and I think it was something to do with, you know, the heroes just dispatching of the goons like it's nothing, but never taking out the actual bad guy. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what we like, I realized that it was a petty non-complaint that didn't matter, and that I couldn't apply to anybody else. This is what this video comes oh, across as to me. Like, hang on, I do want to read, listen to this again in case he actually did sort of add in a subjective part to it, because I could have sworn he just said like. It's just not the case. Well, but, uh, that's not the case. Uh, yeah. But does he say everyone in chat oh, saying he says for me? So I'll uh, I'll let it play. Since yeah. you are that character, you are in control. You are in the dangerous situation instead of the characters on their own. Well, it turns out no, not at all. At least not for me. Okay, he saved uh, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, hang on though. He said not cards. at all. At least not for me. It's like. Uh... Alright. You got so you got so fucking sideswept by that first comment, you're just like This is true. What? It's like the it's like the this police show up and you go, I didn't do anything, and they go, hmm, and they slowly back away like <laughs> Video game protagonists aren't human. You cannot fully commit to imagining what it would be like if you were to take their place because you are already in the place along with them. What? In addition to the superpowers, wait, 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 every wait. video game This is where it gets really confusing. This yeah. is where it gets the, the pretty ridiculous human. Uh, it's not human because his first. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how to break this up because he says like it's it's, it's, it's all fiction. It's it's none I of think, it's real. I, I think this is his first mishap is because it seems like he's applying a different criteria to video game characters than a film character or a book character. Yeah, when he says that they're not human, I'm pretty sure he will refer this to the fact that he believes that respawning is a superpower. Yeah, that is a mm -hmm. to every. And so you cannot relate to any of these characters. Is, is he marginalizing them as NPCs? Is that what <laughs> <laughs> Does he at any time um, talk about identifying with your characters? Uh, this is 13 sure. minutes. So that's, that's the investment, isn't it? Like the whole emotional investment, like you know. Because, like, he's using Isaac at the moment. It's like, you know, whether or not do you, do you like, empathize with him? Well, like, you know, he's saying it doesn't matter. None of that matters because of the fact that you cannot be a super a superhuman, being that um, you respawn. But the the irony is, like, there are games where you play as super characters and you identify with them. Hey, 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 hey System yeah. Shock 2, like, contextualizes how you can respawn and still be the same person again and again and again. I mean, just... <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's it's my shock, actually. I know they're not horror. I was, was going to say, like, these, these are characters with powers, telekinesis and stuff, but you get... I, I was super invested in Bioshock, because, like, and it didn't matter that... You know, mm. funnily enough, that's actually working as a counter as well, because that has a narrative 
to account for respawning. He does mention that, but um, he doesn't necessarily... He, he like mentions that's a thing, but he doesn't say if it works for him or not. He sort of just moves on. I think on. he needed to spend more time on that, because there is a distinction to be drawn between a game that contextualizes respawns and one that doesn't, because the one that doesn't, you just got to treat that as non-canonical. Like, this is what might have happened, but it's not canon. You got to do it again. And once you think of it like that, there's no difference between a video game and a film because it's because it's still a set you know set sequence of events until the end so if he could get terrified like it just seems to be this weird boundary that he's put there it is a weird boundary because you start to ask yourself like he says like this is a superpower therefore you cannot relate and it's like there are plenty of superpowers I, I, these characters I have that as a superpower, hey, man. this guy it's is a superpower this guy is in a different part of the universe fighting also, literal <laughs> demons <laughs> In, in chat, Kyle Castorena said, even if you can't respawn IRL, you also can't get chased by a xenomorph either, so what's his point? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not not well, just that, but uh, I was going to say, he rags on about Soma, but it's like Soma, when you get killed, like you get like a free guy kind of thing where like you get you, you get knocked you down over, versus yeah. like die and like respawn in the menu. Like but, it actually gives you, it tries to make it like, you know, oh, you've got another chance. And that so ties into his second issue, which is that there's no repercussions for death. Which is not true. You have to, to like do it again. How would you have repercussions for death and not break your immersion because you would have had to have died, which is impossible according to him? Yeah. You should, we should wait. You have repercussions. You got to do it again. Like <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the repercussion. Wow, this, that's, this, yeah, is that's, why, this is why. This is why he needs to be like talking about this with someone before making this video because there's so many conversations to have. There's so many different ways you could take this because I have no idea what he was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like when he scripts it, he's just like, this is inherently valid. Moving on. <laughs> doesn't really have any I wrote it. It must be true. We yeah. will... But the thing is, this is this is before he's gotten into the meat, so we'll give him a chance. I want to see... Okay, sure. okay. Because he does say here, I will relate to him because they're a superpower, and I think the first thing he says is because of they, they respawn. I don't think he says anything else. Being protagonists aren't human. You cannot fully commit... The aren't human thing is bizarre. It is. It's really strange. It's kind of just misphrased, I think. Of course, no, I, I think he's trying to make a point there. I'm just not following well, you know, what it means. Have you guys ever played a game that you connected to the person? They're not human anyway. They're a different. They're like an alien. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Very yeah. Crash oh. Bandicoot. <laughs> like um, Clonoa in the co-op. Clonoa, exactly. Yeah. Robots. He's um. You don't need to be common. human to it. This is the damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Let him talk, God. To imagining what it would be like if you were to take their place because you are already in the place along with them. In addition to the superpowers every video game protagonist has. Typically, a main character in a video game can't die. I just say, <laughs> well, just I, listen I, to that part again, but listen to the music. It's so like... Why did you choose this track? ...are already in the place along with them, in addition to the superpowers every video game protagonist has. I mean, I don't even know what, what song it is, but it's just like, why... It in like... his defense, it is kind of hard to <laughs> find good music for, like, horror He likes Bloodboard. No, just put a Bloodboard, Bloodboard soundtrack Bloodboard. on. Well, yeah. I was gonna add, without Bloodboard. using the same soundtrack over and over again, because Bloodborne is good, but if every video had Bloodborne music... It might well... Silent Hill. Hill's music would have been perfect for this? I was well, just literally, take a horror game... Even the Alan Wake soundtrack would probably work, to be honest. Mm. I've not that's, heard that's recently That's a lot of choices. There's a lot of choices. Just it comes across as carnival music right now. That's weird. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine, Joe. I don't mind. I'm more interested in the script. ...protagonist has. Typically, a main character in a video game can't die. Sure, they can get ripped apart, impaled through the chest, blown up, all sorts of things, but they always come back. 
Sometimes it's contextualized oh, within you, the game's world, it. sometimes it's a simple reload screen and you're good as new. Better, actually. See, and that's the issue already. So they did die, you just now go back to a, a reality in which again. you did not. It's almost as if yeah. players want to finish yeah. the game. But, well, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's kind that's... of the point that I was making before. It's just, you got to treat it as non-canon. That's this how you reconcile, yeah. You, try it again. You didn't, it's not like a guy who dragged your body back to where you it's were an and in injected you with a thing that resurrected you. It's like, no, that's done. That timeline's yeah, it's, done. It's a non-canon fail state, essentially. Yeah. It's and how that's, contextualizes it. That's how we all go forward with it. We're like, that's... It's something that you don't even think about, though. It's just, that's well, it. That's how it that's, works. That's the crux, isn't it? It's like, mm. he's saying he thinks about it. And that's like, okay. Well, that, that's your problem. <laughs> well, <he's, laughs> yeah. many would argue that he's only explaining his problem. He's not explaining a problem. But the thing is, he's absolutely explaining a problem. He's not suggesting solutions to this problem. It's not a problem. Right. And that is the problem with the video. I also <laughs> saw him say to somebody on Twitter that it's pretty. He, he was effectively saying that video game characters have superpowers because they can't die. So he's not stating it like it's his opinion. He thinks that that is a fact about video games. Not to so... mention, he does account for this in a bit, but it's just like this. This line of reasoning already makes us wonder. It's like, so you want it? You want permadeath? Does that solve your problem? Right. Yeah. And obviously, but again. Does that solve the problem? No. Because you still have to restart the game, so it well, the, will never work. The other it's issue is that you get, you get, it's, let's say, let's say he was saying, he's not saying this, but let's say he said alien isolation, amnesia, whatever else, it would be fixed with permadeath, and then he's happy. Imagine the amount of people that would never complete these games because of that. Like, the yeah, amount of people yeah, exactly. would say, my mission was broken because I kept having to restart really the fucking scared. game. And They would be super scared, and that would make it worth it. All the sales they'd lose. I'll tell you what is so scary, playing the same, like, five hours over and over again, and being like, mm-hmm, there we go. It's annoying enough with yeah, certain games boss. that have saves. There's, like, Alien Isolation can, can get you replaying the same past half hour or more if you die without having saved. I, I mean, that's, that's kind of the problem when it comes to horror games, because as soon as you die and you have to go back immediately, like, you get the chance to sort of rectify that non-canonical ending. Yeah, but that's, and... that's the point of games, though, isn't it? Well, like, hence fictional games they highlight this yeah. issue they're like when you play a horror game it's scary up till you die and then you're like eh, well that's the Here, high here's something that always occurs to me so like um outlast when i played that in you know fucking 2014 whenever it came out that was the scariest shit ever <clears throat> because partially i didn't understand how the ai worked i didn't know where the enemies mm. were it was just complete shroud of mystery that i was walking into sprinting into even and then as soon as i played it again a second time it was not scary at all because i immediately knew what was going to happen of course but i knew i started to figure out the ai and then you could fuck with them and play with them so as soon as mystery starts to you know become more clear for example when they were remaking <clears throat> resident evil 2 uh, like the new one, that is. They did an interview with uh, the guys who worked on the first game, and the interviewer was this British guy, and he just asked him, like, okay, I have to ask you, how do the um, the Crimson Heads work? Because it, it terrifies me. It's so scary. And he just laughed and looked at him and said, I think it's scarier when you don't understand how it works. And, like, that always yeah. stuck with me. I was like, yeah, that's true. Because as long as you don't understand it, it's fucking terrifying. And um, I was just going to say that the idea that you die and then redo even 10 minutes of a game, it'll start to sap the fear factor, which is actually kind of what Joe Svansson's getting at. But it's um, it's different for everybody, for a start. Like, you could have someone literally restart the same section 10 times over and they're still terrified because they're just that invested. But um, Frictional tried to fix that. They were like, okay, so when you get hit by a monster in Amnesia, you get tagged for damage. And uh, I think on the lowest difficulty, if you have a lot of health, it can take three hits from the basic enemies. 
until you die. On Soma, like Alex pointed out, you, you get, you fall to the ground, everything goes black, and then you wake up, you know, X amount of time later, and you get up and you have a limp. The idea being, because it matches the narrative that the monsters only come after you because you're moving and making noise, and once they knock you down, you stop, that's it. So you carry on, you're like, oh, thank god I escaped, you know, I death. Play that one. Um, and that was their angle, they were like, they were trying to find a way around it, but the fact is, like, you still die in those games, eventually. You still have a failure state, <clears throat> because it's a game. Like, mm -hmm. uh, and they didn't want to make a fucking rogue game, where you, like, restart the entire game. But <coughs> this is the thing, there's so much nuance to this, uh, this topic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Since you've learned something to avoid that same death next time. See, it's because of the interactive nature that this doesn't work. When a character is in danger in a movie say or a book, me. there's you see what I mean, though? Like, yep. it feels like it's starting to slip in. in the, for me, it's like, oh, well, look, I backed myself up, but you're talking well, as if this is... A lot of people argue it ruins actual... a script. It would not have ruined that sentence to say, this is why it doesn't work for me. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. Absolutely fine. Danger in a movie or a book, there's already a set ending for them. They very well could die in the scene that you're watching, a set or ending face in lasting well. repercussions. And then I guess it takes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, is he discounting the Choose Your Adventure books? Yeah, and is he? What's his, what's his perspective on rewatching a horror movie? Are they ruined after you've watched them once? Oh, oh man, I know she dies. Fuck off. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to watch Alien again. Dallas is just going to get also, killed. You know, yeah. you know, horror horror movies don't work for me because uh, all of these characters are actually actors adhering to a script that was yeah, written not by real. somebody. Once you recognize yeah. this, horror films aren't scary anymore. Well, who would be anybody can make these weird arguments? <laughs> They're just not that strong. So, yeah, see, there you go. So, there's already two people have said like, isn't it pretty obvious? He's just arguing for himself. No, it's not really not, and you'll never know exactly what he was actually arguing was a definitive issue versus an issue for him. And that's precisely why they do it. They, uh, they'll avoid it. And you could be like, Joseph, did you make a singular point in this video that wasn't subjective? Did you make anything in terms of mechanical criticism? I'm pretty sure you would say like, well, no, I did share something. Is there an issue that he didn't uh, explicitly state that? Well, I, I haven't got a quote from him, but I'm, I'm assuming for the fact that he released this video that he wanted to share something of a mechanical analysis rather than mm, just right. saying, this is all my feelings. Since that's it, that is kind of what he does, yeah. Because he, he does loads of uh, great teardowns of stuff with actual, like, actual shit, you know? Um, the Mario one, um, he tried to, like, sort of prove tedium by showing how many of the same thing there is. And obviously you can't, mm -hmm. you can't prove that there's a feeling that someone will definitively have, but he, he provided great evidence for why you may feel it is... Uh, is where, yeah. you know, and that's fine with me. Yeah. But, like, this is my problem with this. He's like, uh, this is why I feel this way, that, you know, you die and respawn in video games, and we're just sitting here like, you enjoy anything then? Because this same shit happens in basically every piece of media that are limited by their own uh, delivery. Well, limited by the fact that they aren't real, you know? Like, it, it would have to be real for it to be truly authentic otherwise. Someone needs to actually yeah. kidnap Jordan Anderson and hold but a knife I mean, to his this... throat for him to feel a sense of immersion. <laughs> I think this is all rooted in the problem that for him, it seems to be that death is the main thing about horror. Like, dying is the main scary part. 
and, and the scary part isn't necessarily atmosphere. Or I wouldn't tone. even say. Sorry to interrupt. I wouldn't even say that it's dying. It's like the looming threat of dying and all of the other sort of audio cues that come with it. Personally, like mm-hmm. I'll talk about Visage in a little bit because that's the really hot horror game that everyone's been playing lately. But uh, that that game has a lot of really interesting kind of horror philosophy behind it in terms of design. Um, and I just want to clarify as well. Even if it is just his opinion, we're we're still welcome to counter or criticize. Uh, if he says something mm-hmm. like, this is just how I feel, uh, then we go, okay, but that feeling, sure, like, say, for example, I, I said I love uh, all kinds of bright lights, but I hate torches. You'd be like, why? <laughs> and then someone goes, that's just how they feel. It's like, yeah, but we want substance. That's just, that sounds like nonsense. <laughs> like, this is weird. And, yeah, and, you know, so, so... Call us assholes if you want, but we're we're trying to dissect his uh, his points, even if they are Call just us assholes. Then you're you're right. We are assholes. I mean, yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> we with don't shy away from that. That ending for them, they very well could die in the scene that you're watching, or face lasting repercussions for mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's tension because every injury and every death is canon, whereas a death in a game is a release in tension instead of cranking the pressure even higher. You hit a fail state and restart. Suddenly, that monster that killed you isn't oh, nearly as threatening anymore since you've just experienced the reincarnation <clears throat> superpower oh, of your. Ki- but you know he can kill you again. It's not a <laughs> yeah. reincarnation superpower. It's not fail. I fa- I can't even. <laughs> I, I, gonna, I want to stay silent. I'll let you guys have takes because this is there's so much to unpack. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Well, the first thing that I would lead with, I think, was um that he doesn't seem to make the connection that the main continuity of the game is canon in the same mm. way that the film is canon. So why is it that there's this distinction where even though we can recognize that both have a canon continuity, also, only one of them is effective? As people are saying, respawning's not a fucking power. You die. Now you're you playing die. as someone who did not die. That's the... It's, like, I, I guess he's punching that point in perspective of uh, of immersion and atmosphere. I would um, say that, like, if the character isn't aware that they respawned, then it's well, not a superpower. Question. It's treated as non-canon. What happens when Joe Fanson plays a horror game and he managed to not die? Does that does right, it become yeah. effective? This game's too easy. I have to. I'm not saying get good. <laughs> I am not saying get good, but. If the problem is, I keep dying and now I'm disimmersed, like, uh, what about that guy over there who completed it without dying, he said it was the most terrifying thing ever. In his canon, he never died, or he died at the end, whatever. While in your canon, you died, like, 20 times, according to you. It's so, like, how do you reconcile that? And you're, you're saying, like, that, uh, you always had that superpower, though. You always had the superpower okay. to respawn. It's like, yeah, but, but, yeah, but, but... Okay, right, but here's, here's something I've actually been thinking about, um... I, I was thinking about, you know, how with a film, if you're watching it, you know that at the second act, the main character's probably not going to die. Like, yeah, there's a slim chance that they might, but you, you pretty much know that the main protagonist isn't going to die before the third act. Mm-hmm. Um, you could. What, what if you were to take somebody, sit them down in a room, and get them to play a horror game, and you didn't tell them if there was permadeath or respawns? What happens now? Like... If, if Joseph Anderson got taken into a room, sat down to play a game, and he wasn't told if it had permadeath or not, what what would happen? You know, what what would change? See, personally, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't um, he find out while playing? Well, he'd um, find he out after dying. 
but you guys know layers of fear, right? Mm-hmm. That game didn't have any kind of actual death in it. I'm pretty confident, and I just found it really annoying because what would happen is you would walk forward into a scripted death animation, fall down on the ground like you're dead, and then you would wake up, respawn in a new room. So it just progresses the story, which isn't really a death as much as it is just oh, a yeah, way it's like the story. I remember that. I found that really fucking annoying when I played that. When I, I figured out... I died and felt like there was something on the line. Yeah, when I figured out, it was like almost a mechanic that was slapped on because they didn't really plan for you to actually... Say, for example, the monsters come and you run into it instead of running away uh, just to test what happens, and it's like, uh, you fall over. Like, oh, okay. It was a bit weird. And yeah, and the, uh, Cinema Sin Sins just mentioned, uh, in fairness, that um, you could argue the superpower aspect is that you get the experience from that previous life. But I mean, <clears throat> my question would be, well, sure. what happens if you repeat playing a game, or what happens again with films when you watch a film for a second time? I'm genuinely curious. Does Joseph Anderson think that films, uh, horror films, are terrible after you've watched them once? Because the second time cannot work. That would be interesting to know. Yeah. See, I would say a lot of it is just kind of comes down to the detail. Like, if you even if you know this character is going to die, then you can still be freaked out by the details and the tension, and just sort of like well, the, I mean, the pacing I, of I it. I of course agree because I love rewatching mm-hmm. some of the greatest horror films. Mm-hmm. And just for, for the record, obviously, I'm nowhere near as like, I'm not, I'm not as much of an intellectual powerhouse as any of the people in this chat who probably have way more experience, like actually sitting down and thinking hard and critiquing things. I'm just like, yeah, I like fucking this game. That did a cool thing. So I, I see what he's saying. You overestimate uh, me. Yeah, I'm just thinking that, <laughs> I'm thinking that like a lot of the a lot of the best horror films, um, or the ones that I enjoy the most, are the ones where the dread comes not just from what's happening in the film, but I guess the question that it raises. Like I'd say uh, Alien and the, the Thing are two good examples because whether or not you've watched it before, the idea of that creature is still terrifying. And the idea that it's maybe possible because there's so much stuff in space, I think is probably the more effective horror component of it for me personally yeah um, i think the more again, the, the more it, i think about like the details of something and and if it were to make sense just what that would entail like for example a lot of uh scp related content just the the amount of detail that goes in the backstories of those just to make it so like spine chillingly terrifying the more you think about it that's the kind of stuff that really like keeps me up at night personally just sort of two pieces of information to throw in. One being, someone mentioned The Thing, and it's like every single time I watch that film, it just works. Like, it creeps me out every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. but Cinema Sin Sins mentioned that um, there's no, there's no, it's rare to find a horror film that will be as scary the first time around simply because you don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think that's what I'm getting at. It's like, what Joseph Anderson's describing as ruining his immersion, I'm trying to say, like, isn't that par for the course in basically all media? Right, because eventually you know that it's not that bad. I guess you know it's going to happen. Yeah, there's no easy solution, really. Yeah, what can you do other than bar people from having access to it again? You (laughs) watched it once. We've been lingering on this. (laughs) Bans you on Steam. It's like a thing you have to agree to when you buy it. (laughs) Delete you a BIOS. Sorry. <laughs> you try to you try to get a different account and some Steam official comes to your house like, excuse me. <laughs> that's, now that's horror. That is horror. Fail state and restart. Suddenly that monster that killed you isn't nearly as threatening anymore since you've just experienced the reincarnation. I find it interesting this is threatening, by the way. Because this monster that's just killed you is no longer as threatening. It's like, I don't know, I, I think it's pretty threatening if it's proven that it can yeah. kill me. But uh, I it's think I get. Like, I, I, I think what he should have said there was scary, probably. Like yeah, yeah. 
No problem. It's, also, it's not even taking into consideration that games are mostly for overcoming a challenge of some sorts and not for your character to be dead all the time. Asaurus. <laughs> How do you explain once. permadeath and battle? Well, you can still restart the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> superpower of your character that you always knew was there but may have blissfully ignored until now. Imagine this happening in a movie. Death ruins horror games. Now, it could be that many can still separate themselves right. from video game protagonists. This is what I mean, though, you know, where it's like, oh, this is my opinion. You said death ruins horror games. That doesn't sound... Does that sound like an opinion or more yeah, of like well, a statement? As everybody will say, he only needs to say it's his opinion once or twice or five or ten times, but then you sort of <laughs> understand that it's always his opinion, even when he makes also, statements can I just say, I'm annoyed at just how much screen time uh, Dead Space is getting. Because that game is scary, but I don't really think it's that scary to warrant like using it that much throughout the... It strikes um, me as like, he only had like a couple of horror games in a Steam library. He's like, alright, I'll just cap capture a little bit of this. And hey, so hey just Alex, what do you find scarier, Alan Wake or Dead Space? <laughs> I'd have to be Dead Space. <laughs> Mel? Yeah. I'd say I I'd go with Dead Space. I was more creeped out by Dead Space, but it, it could be, I could argue it's for more arbitrary reasons, like, I think, no, actually, to be honest, which, like, which one's more atmospheric, I'd be like, there's more probably jump scares in Dead Space, but I also think Dead Space is more atmospheric because of... I, I tend to prefer, uh, like, science fiction horror for whatever reason more so than uh, other types of horror, maybe because there's a little bit of plausibility to it, like, it might be plausible. That this is able to go on sometime in the future, or well, it is the, going on right now? Perhaps. Well, space is so big, there's no way that we could actually... It, it, like, paranormal, we know, is not real. Like, it's not real. Whereas uh, science fiction is plausible. <laughs> We're going to have to keep saying this. I told you we'd have to keep saying this. Someone said, did you just read the name of the video? So, why horror games don't scare me. Meaning everything is subjective, aside from the times <laughs> where he's not. Guys, please listen. He makes statements that are definitive sometimes. Okay? And we're trying to figure out which ones those are. It's tough because I guarantee you Joseph Anderson probably would be like, it's subjective if it can be counted. If it can't be counted, it was objective. It's like, hmm. Also, it's my opinion 20 seconds in. So it's, it's, my opinion. <laughs> it's almost like they didn't watch any of your other videos. And it doesn't mean that we can't criticize it, even if it is his opinion. It's almost like I should put that just in big, a big fucking a stamp on the stream, <laughs> on the, stream the whole time. themselves <laughs> an all of on their, their real human weaknesses in their place and be spooked. I will never say that is an invalid reaction to horror games, however, doesn't it also mean that the game has failed to fully connect you with the character you're controlling? Think of it this way: there is an Olympus Mon-sized difference. Here a second, I, I want to hear that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of do as well. Yeah. I don't know how far uh, back. A little bit further back. Yeah, that should be fine. In a movie, death ruins horror games. <laughs> now, it could be that many can still separate themselves from video game protagonists and imagine themselves with all of their real human weaknesses in their place and be spooked. I will never say that is an invalid reaction to horror. So he's saying you could play it and just ignore the fact that these people have more power than you and just feel scared on behalf of yourself? As opposed to, you wouldn't be as scared playing as somebody with superpowers. Or just that you don't care. I want to see what he says afterwards, because I feel like there's something that I'm thinking about. Okay. That with all of their right real there. human weaknesses in their place and be spooked. 
I will never say that is an invalid reaction to horror games, however, doesn't it also mean that the game has failed to fully connect you with the character you're controlling? Okay, Think right. Of it this now way. I, now there is I know an Olympus. What I've been thinking. Go um, for it, friggin'. If if I if I were to make the point that a, a film isn't scary because I recognize that their actors reading a script, then I could easily make the same argument that hasn't a horror film failed in some way because you have to force yourself not to think about the fact that there were a bunch of camera guys behind the camera and that somebody <laughs> sat down and wrote this and that a bunch of actors shot several scenes at a time, you know, Broke my basically containing mm. this. It's, it's, I'm not seeing how somebody could make this argument. It, it just seems Especially... like you would have to deny the fact that it's fictional media altogether. And he's just said, like, isn't that a failing on them to miss out on being able to connect you more so by making the character more so like you? And I'd just be like, again... I don't really understand where this is coming from. I can connect to, you know, like a space marine gerbil running around if they've got a great character versus an mm -hmm. actual human in a normal day job, but he never says anything and it's just taxes. I'd be like, I don't care Reliability about this guy. Reliability has nothing to do with your actual capabilities. I mean, the, that's uh, not... The, uh, that's the not uh, darker right. glow in chat said, Nightmare on Elm Street is just Robert England reading a script. Those aren't <laughs> even real burns. <laughs> not, not even not even real blood when he kills the actors. It's just fucking fake blood and shit. <laughs> I bet those <laughs> actors are still alive today. This mon-sized difference between holy shit, that character is going to die and holy shit, I'm going to die. And this is all something a horror game has to deal with before deciding whether or not you can fight the spooky enemies and whether that combat will be purposefully awkward to try and raise the tension like, wait, closer. wait, wait, wait. Um, so a difference between the character's gonna die and I'm gonna die. See, this is this is why I don't think he's being precise enough. In a video game, while you are playing a character, that they are a character. Not like, to mention, you aren't I don't think die personally. I think it's more complicated than just those two as well. Because even yeah. if I, in a video game, there are characters I'm not playing as that I care about, and I care about myself, yeah. and I care about the character I'm playing yeah. as. There's also the aspect of just drop me in an environment that's scary with no characters, it's just a camera, and I can get freaked out if you have the right atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. how do you explain that? Is that me being afraid for my life, or afraid for a character's life, when there isn't even a but character? It's also just that horror isn't just dying. It's not just about dying. Like, there's, yeah. there's more to horror being effective than just dying. Themes, tone, atmosphere, sound design, just presenting lighting. Presenting the ideas yeah. of Lovecraft to people is enough to freak them the fuck out. Yeah! Like Cthulhu, man, that's scary. Yeah. If it actually existed, you can't do also, anything to stop that. People, That'd be terrifying. People point out he's using Hollow Knight's music now. I've, I've sort of, I'm paying so much attention to what he says that I've just ignored the music at this point. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't want to pick on it too much, but why does he keep using Twilight and he, and he mentions like character <laughs> in film? It's like, oh, oh, <laughs> character <laughs> in film. Like, 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 it's like, people it's people that, point out like, that he was joking, but I didn't understand how it fit in as a joke in that one particular. Yeah, yeah, because like, I don't. He's, he's, I acknowledge he was joking for that first time. He's not like that, is he? Was he? I don't know. I don't think he is. I don't know. And this is all something a horror game has to deal with before deciding whether or not you can fight the spooky enemies, and whether that combat will be purposefully awkward to try and raise the tension, or something closer to an action game and an enjoyable part that isn't meant to be scary. Did you catch that? He, he implied that, like, you can't enjoy the combat and stuff like Resident Evil because it's too clunky. Uh, so, I'll like, let him he, go. He, I'll let him go. It's fine. He, he didn't reference Silent Hill because that would be the, like the, one of the worst offenders. It's, mm -hmm. Like uh, I don't even necessarily it, disagree it, with it, him to be honest. It, like it works. It works. Yeah, there are games that 
obfuscate. Like, Amnesia's sanity system is absolutely an example of them trying to cripple your standard abilities as a gamer to make well, it you, you to avoid them. weaker. It doesn't want you just to, like, just, you know, run circles around them. Yeah, it wants to make the enemies stronger by making you weaker. Like, the, there are a lot of different design ideas you can do. And again, this this is a conversation that could last for, like, an hour, talking about all, how all different games try to weaken the player and strengthen the enemies and all the different methods. Mm. He's, like, he's writing it off so broadly that you're just like... this. You know what? This is my conclusion of this video. It makes me wonder what the hell he thinks about, like, a million topics when it comes to horror. This It's just so vague... You can talk about it for more than 13 minutes. And well, I now you know. It doesn't, uh, across the board, it doesn't scare him. So, here's your answer. <laughs> Checkmate. This is where I conclude that most horror games aren't truly scary, but are instead horror. What I will say as well is, he has not got enough references. We've got no. Dead Space, Alan Wake, and... Uh, Alien Isolation, yeah. and uh, Resident Evil. Twilight. I, yeah, Silent Hill 2 at one point. <laughs> he did, yeah, he briefly mentioned it. Like... What I'm saying is, like, go for, I don't know, go for some more, like, I mean, he's going to have more references as we go, but I just mean, well, just get, get some more in there yeah. and explore the mechanics. I don't know. Feels kind of weird, because, like, I just never look at, uh, like, Dead Space and Amnesia and Silent Hill, for example. Those three, it's just like, wow, how <laughs> fucking different those three are, you know? Yeah, it's, it's funny, somebody mentioned in chat, uh, he needs to play Until Darkness. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure he mentions Eternal Darkness in this video. Oh, uh, does he? He, oh, he mentions know. Until Dawn as well. Oh, we'll, um, we'll let that... I, will, I want Alex to hear <laughs> that. that. Yeah, we're talking about erectile dysfunction. What? <laughs> All I heard that yeah. end with was erectile I saw I saw ED, and then you say Eternal Darkness, and I was like, oh, I thought they were talking about erectile dysfunction. That would be a good game. That would be a good horror game. <laughs> Very existentially <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> Not horrific on their own. They can have disturbing imagery, oppressive atmospheres, but this is done in the same way that many other genres theme their games. Action, but combat, and how is that not horror, though? I don't... See, like, how does how, he even separate it... that out? How can you do that? So, horror themes and horror are not the same thing. <sighs> He's like, oh, the, the atmosphere and the imagery and the artwork, that's just themes. Like, what? That's theming? <laughs> what do you mean? He needs to be more <laughs> precise of what he means he by He did this in the Soma video. And... He said that, um, Soma will have atmospheric sounds, it'll have visuals that are terrifying, but all of that is just like, this that stuff telling you to be scared, it's not actual scares. I'm just sitting there like, what wait. the hell is actual stuff then? Like, he said true something earlier. Just tell me what it is, Joseph, please! <laughs> By the way, a few seconds earlier, Jenna just pointed out, this is where I conclude most horror games are not scary. That sounds like an opinion. <laughs> wait, <laughs> He, he said that, like a yeah, few, he did. Few, few a few seconds, seconds earlier. I want to hear that now. <laughs> yeah. Not horrific on their own. They can have disturbing oh, it's imagery. A little bit further. Yeah, it's a little like, bit back. Yeah. Further back. Meant to be scary. Is it further back than that? This yeah, is no, where I fine. conclude that most horror games aren't truly scary, but Boom. are instead yeah. horror Ding, themes. ding, ding, ding. No. Yeah, he said they're not scary, but... They're not truly scary, but oh, horror-themed. That's such a... That's the kind of shit that so, triggers so, me and Alex, because it just doesn't mean anything. <laughs> horror themes are not truly scary is what you doesn't would conclude from fucking that. mean anything. Try well, horror games. It's just moving the goalposts. It's, it's, it's not horror. Oh, so it's not trying to scare you. It's the same shit you did with Soma. 
Well, he, he in, in that Reddit post, someone called him out for the Soma thing, and he was like, okay, well, I wasn't scared, exhausted, thrilled, uh, spooked, startled, I wasn't at all out of out of breath or uh, whatever, with, with Soma whatsoever. It didn't do anything a horror should do, therefore it isn't horror. And it's like, that's not how genres work. <laughs> what? Mm. Patches, Patches of Spider said, my themes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, just what you said then. It's like the most robotic response ever. It's like, oh, well, fuck it. I can't help you with that. I'm sorry. It'd be like if I, if I said, you know, I watched Alien, and uh, yes, there's a spaceship. Yes, there's, there's a planet that's never been visited before, and it's in the future, whatever. But I didn't get the sense of technology. I didn't get the sense of progression or futurism, so it's not really sci-fi. I watched uh, Terminator 2, but I didn't get the sense of action or thrill, so it's not an action film. None of it was real, so it wasn't worth it. They were all actors, man. They were all just actors. Did you guys know this? It's like a huge revelation. <laughs> horror games aren't truly scary, but are instead horror-themed. Not horrific on their own. They can have disturbing imagery, oppressive atmospheres, but this is done in the same way that many other genres theme their games. Action combat and or puzzle solving in a fantasy setting, sci-fi setting, Spooky historical setting. setting. Spooky setting. I know it's not like... I know he's not focusing on that particular game, but like it's just when like the footage lines up a bit, I'm just like, it, it kind of makes me just think, yeah, it's intentional. Fuck, it's like no, it's not. <laughs> oh, we got we got spooky. a nice thing and then a, another thing. Gallus said, "Tell Chase I like his content." So, so there you go, Chase. Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then, uh, then Michael said, "I like one of your Dark Souls vids, baller, but Joseph Addison's a better content creator." It's like, oh man. Oh, oh. Fair enough, man. Fair. enough. Sci-fi setting, historical <laughs> setting, a spooky setting. This is by no means. God damn it! It's a spooky setting. Is what it is. Chat, what's the consensus on the? It's like cow. it's like referring to Red Dead as a, a Rudy Tooty cowboy shooty. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pew pew pew. pew. Forget it, Western. Sci-fi setting, historical setting, a spooky setting. <laughs> This is by no means a bad thing, a lot of films can be fantastic. To go back to Silent Hill 1 and 2, I was able to appreciate the atmosphere in both games immensely. Surprisingly so for the first game, where the dated visuals sometimes added to the experience all these years later. But I was never scared, just like no modern horror game has scared me either. <sighs> My name is Harry Mason. He keeps, like, okay, so to clarify, <laughs> just me uh, immediately <laughs> get ready for it. Don't bother with that when talking about this, like, what, explaining why a horror game is not scary, and then you go, I played them and they didn't scare me. It's like, I don't care. Explain. That's not good enough. That's really not a good enough response, is it? <laughs> it just, it like, didn't work uh, for excuse me. Excuse me, guys. Like, uh, this is his opinion. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like playing the first bit of shoe and going, oh, I didn't really kill anyone. It's fucking boring, you know. They're all just fucking code. They were just code, man. They weren't real. They're just code responding based These on are just simulations. I can't deal. Oh, town on vacation. The game that has scared me the most recently isn't a horror game at all, although it does have some oh, unsettling elements. Oh, wait, wait, wait. now I'm thinking of yet. something else. Um, if, if a character in the game is an NPC and you're not in control and they die and it's canon, that should be able to scare you then. Right? No. Right? <laughs> because that's how it works in films, so it should work in games, right? Nope. Sorry, Fringy, he said no games scare him, or no horror games scare him. That's true. Oh, you're fucked. Oh, and also, it's his it. opinion, Fringy. What's wrong with you? 
Yeah, come on, dude. Fucking wow, neckbeard elitist over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking gatekeeping opinions. Having an opinion on opinions. You Fucking need, kill like, yourself, dude. The game. But yeah, that... seriously, brace yourself for his example of a scary game. Has scared Although... me the most recently isn't a horror game at all. Although it does have some unsettling elements to it, they aren't a core part of the experience. I'm going to show it on the screen now, and I'd like for you to give me a second to explain oh, before no. you shut off the video. I hate because... this part. Mm. <laughs> you go so fast. So I mean, so fast here, like yeah, it's trying to keep you from clicking off, but it, it's it's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, oh, that fucking that, that instant fucking blue balls! I'm so flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> it, this this is a part where it threw so many people in the comments section. They're just like, "Don't starve!" Like, what? what what's happening? <laughs> He's just talking about permadeath, but yeah, yeah of course. And, and it's He's going to explain it, but it's so confusing, like... It's like, stupid, stupid me? reasoning. You Fuck it. You have a bunch of people, and it's like, what are your favorite horror games? And he's like, oh, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Amnesia. <laughs> but, um, Don't Starve scared me. And it's like, okay. Dranko-Bex Luigi's Mansion is so <laughs> And this is the thing, you can be scared by literally anything. You could play uh, Simpsons Hit and Run and say it's the scariest game you've ever played. I'd be like, okay. That's your opinion, Mo. <laughs> Have you seen the fucking textures in that game, dude? It's pretty fucking terrifying. terrifying yeah. Just before he uh, continues, is he just is this uh, game going to be able to be compared to against like games like Minecraft, where like He's... you know you can die and pyramid? I, I know you can say it on Minecraft. Well, one of the top comments was, uh, if I've got this correct, one of Joseph Anderson's top horror games would be uh, Minecraft Hardcore Mode. Yeah, yeah, and then like, what about like um, XCOM with Iron Man mode on? Because that that would actually be like you know. Yeah. Well, a lot more violence, and, and like, and well, in games like Don't Starve, you reset, you restart the whole game, don't you? With XCOM, you restart, like, well, you have to, well, you have to get new uh, soldiers if they all die, but you can eventually lose the campaign. But I don't, I don't know. Well, this, this is basically this is... if you if you spread out your save points enough, it becomes a horror game. <laughs> this is this is, what is I'm well, this taking is, from this. That's when yeah. you start to get to the question of, uh, is the fear of progress or the fear of loss the same as being terrified by an atmosphere? Like, yeah, when, when I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, all these people just ambushed me and I'm going to lose all my XCOM dudes. No, 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 no. Is that the same as me being like, oh, my God, the monster spawned in the room and I don't know where he is? Was that, like, has anyone played um, The Forest? Because that plays, like, similar mechanics, like, terms like, you know, hunter-gathering and, uh, you know, there's a, uh, there's a fr there's a enemy threat around uh, your base or whatever that you've got to keep an eye out for. And that's actually, like, trying to be a lot more scary. You know, like, it's, it reminds me of um, The Descent, the film. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, it's like a combo. Uh, could Permadeath work in a horror game? It's like, well, I think Monstrum was good. So that yeah. would be an example. And then you go, can... Does Permadeath make a game horror? And it's like, I mean, I don't think Rogue Legacy is a horror game, but... I've, I've seen some people say that Fire Emblem is, is a great horror game. But like, uh, <laughs> we'll wait for him to sort of make some statements before we explore it, because yeah. we want to see what, what he's going to say. Okay, still here, I'll speak quickly. Don't Starve has some elements of psychological horror, but they're kept light. You have to manage your hunger and sanity. If your sanity goes too low, you'll begin to hallucinate. Monsters will appear and fight you. Your sanity will also drop along with your health if you are caught in total darkness at night. None of this would be particularly effective, except that Don't Starve has permadeath. You can construct extra lives for yourself, but they weaken your character by lowering their maximum health, and you need to commit resources to building a new one after each death. These are substantial enough hurdles that every life is precious. So when you make a mistake and realize as night begins to fall that you are low on food, health, don't have the materials on hand to make a light source, and have only seconds to solve these problems, you may feel, oh no, I'm doomed. I'm dead, as you scramble for a way out. Death okay, has meaning. Okay, but you can restart the game. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'll just do my best to be devil's advocate. I imagine he would say, yeah, 
but this entire set of progress, all of these individual things, this was a whole experience, and now it's gone forever. Look, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't disagree with the notion <laughs> that, that when it's permadeath, it, it can be a little bit more terrifying, but, but it might partly be just that you don't want to get to that point again, you know, like you don't want to go well, through the tedium of having work your way back. Like, absolutely, I, this, I this is... I understand perspective of like when you know you've come so far and you realize yeah. that oh, you're yeah. about to yeah. die and it's like shit, shit, shit. It's all on this. Like I'm about to lose I everything. Understand. I get. That I would part. agree with this point, except that it contradicts other things that he said. There's a counterbalance though, oh. because if if games started doing this, then we'd have you know Joseph Ornderson making a video saying horror games don't scare me because I know that if I die, it's all over. And I don't get another chance. I don't get to remain immersed in my playthrough. I don't get to actually see what would have happened if it played out that I didn't make this one mistake that led to my death. And games would be better if not only you had some some option to save state. Like let's say you have a typewriter that you get to put an ink piece in. It's limited, so you don't spam it, but it makes you use it as a resource management sort of thing. And the narrative could be that it's a different piece of canon that you died in. You get to go back to a time you you know. And they're no they're no less valid. So I'm just like this isn't. This is just, this is all stuff that's been talked about already to me. Like, this is yeah. all old news. Like, we, we understand the difference in genres. This is why permadeath is a thing and not permadeath is a thing. It's like two different kinds of things you can play. It would just be like me saying, like, um, I don't like action films because there's no sense that, um, of dread or something. And you're like, why are you looking for that in an action film? And you're like, well, I, I don't know. I want it in it. And you're like, um, okay. <laughs> Again, because I don't think he mentions Monstrum in this entire video, but I'd love to know if that's what he he's doesn't. looking for. Because it's got randomly generating resources, it's got permadeath, and it's a horror game, absolutely. So I, I wonder if that would... I wonder There's if he thinks that's a good horror there. game. There's a bunch of games that do that, and he doesn't mention any of them, because... That's the thing, these exist. There are games yeah. catered for this taste. Go fetch them. Yeah, Monstrum, Rogue Legacy, Binding of Isaac, uh, Enter the Gungeon... The forest. Forest. Uh, but those aren't so, horror games, guys. Checkmate. Well, I was going to say, not all of them are By his strictly logic, horror. they are. <laughs> By his logic, they are. Binding problem. of Isaac has some horror themes, though. I mean, Binding of Isaac is about the biblical, well, based on the biblical story. And I mean, that's a pretty terrifying scenario where you, like, well, this the, is And now we get into <laughs> what defines the genre, which is a conversation me and Alex never like to bring up because it's just like an endless yeah. pit. But um, oh, yeah. the idea that you, you we, were, we were talking to a monk about this uh, while, he, while he was streaming. So he's playing Destiny, and I was like, imagine Destiny, but you just raise a fog wall uh, three meters out from where you are. You, you make everything get washed out and darker. You make creepy sounds in the distance, and the soundtrack is just uh, low violins with, with a breathy sound. Like, you start to go, hang on, am I playing a horror game? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and that's, that's the kind of okay. thing... Uh, so if that was throughout the entire game, you'd be like, this game is clearly trying to be horror, versus Mario, where you apply that for one mission, and it's like, you're in the spooky village mission, and you jump through, and there's mm. just spooky enemies, and you're like, oh, that's cool, it's a little cute little spooky level. What? Now I'm even, like, wondering, uh, could, could you make the argument, I, mean, I, I don't know if I want to say the spoiler specifically, but I'd say that there are points in, like, uh, Avengers Infinity War, where you're supposed to be shocked and kind of worried for the well-being of a of a character is it scary to think that a character you really like is going to die is or does or is it not like is that horror or is that just being scary oh, yeah, in a different I feel like sense, a 12 year old girl maybe you know? Just, you know. but that's a, that's a whole subject all on its own 
Which, You've if he was here, days. if he was here, I guarantee you the answers would end up getting us concluding that he should have been a bit more clear in his video because there's so much to go over. Um, or he would just block you on Twitter. Oh well, yeah, that's gonna. I'm I'm so close to that. <laughs> if uh, anyone else references Probably. my videos to him, but um, someone else just brought up in the chat is very true. Amnesia Justine. I don't know if any of you've played it. It's like the bonus piece of content they released with Amnesia once it fully released, I think. Hard and mod, right? It's a small story. It's the I think the developers made it. I can't remember if it's just a mod they officialized or not. But um, it's a small story. It lasts about 40 minutes if you do it correctly. But there's like three different challenges. There's lots of running around and avoiding enemies and stuff. But it's permadeath. It's, a, it's supposed to be a short story compared to the main game, which is why I thought you were talking sense. about the hard mode, which they just added officially oh, not that, within that. the last like, month or two. <laughs> See, now that's another thing I want to get his perspective on. Joe, they added permadeath. Yeah. Does that make it better now? Because I hated it. <laughs> but now it's boring. So I mean, it's not necessarily permadeath. You do get saves, but they're very, very few. He, he must love Devil May Cry Dante Must Die mode, because that's permadeath, I think. Well, Dead Space Two has the um, what's the mode called? Uh, it's it's like some if Bio's in chat, he'll yeah. know it. But it, it's like um. You know, just some name. Let's just say fucking Dead Space Reloaded, and this is just that. You I, uh, you get permadeath in that, or it's two saves throughout the entire game is what you get. No, wasn't that Bioshock? No, Bioshock is uh, Brass Balls mode would be permadeath, but you. I remember. I think that's. Yeah, you get a save per level, as in like you go from oh, okay. the medical facility to the like like Fort Frolic sort of thing. Um, right. Yeah, so, Diablo Three so, has permadeath. As a whole what we're basically leading towards is the idea that as once it's permadeath, it's more it, like even if it's an action game, it becomes more scary than a horror game if it's got permadeath. Which is where we're and again, it's more fear of losing progress. And again, this will make yeah, well, it scarier for many players, yeah. but it'll also ruin it for many players who just be like, oh, I can't be asked to play mm -hmm. it because the second I die, I have to do it all over again. I can't be asked. That's not scary. That's boring. <laughs> And so I ask him, it's like, how do you reconcile that with your, like, this is the answer? But I mean, we'll, well, we'll get, I, I mean. think we're getting to that. I think he starts talking about those. Yeah. Okay. How, to, how to fix uh, horror games. <laughs> how to fix the whole thing. <laughs> you also want to do self-imposed permadeath. That's something I see a lot of, like, hardcore streamers do. Yeah, it yeah. It turns things scarier. Mm -hmm. Like, wouldn't Nuzlocke sort of be like that? Yeah, in a way, I guess. <laughs> horror Pokemon. Horror Pokemon. <laughs> As you scramble for a way out. Death has meaning, unlike almost every horror game out there that I've played. Oh, here we go. Does this mean that I want every horror no, game you to don't. have permadeath? No, you well, don't. yes, oh, in a way. Said yes. He said yes. He said in a way. He said in a way. I know, I know. You guys are straw-matted. There, there, there are too many horror games. There are too many horror games that have mechanics that can instantly fuck you over. And then if you want to restart, like, you know, four plus hours of progress. Some people like that. Like, And there's obviously this game modes. Or there's difficulties in games that let you do that, like nightmare mode is typically what it's called or whatever. Mm. But honestly, yeah. fuck that, I, I I can't do them. Like basically, yeah. it would have to be a perfectly designed game where it was never cheap or did something that was unfair. It would otherwise it would be frustrating as hell. And the Not feeling of it like, being just, unfair. Just, just, just the time as well. Just the time. Like I like you know everyone's got different like you know free time in there you know to play games and shit. Like for certain people, if it's, if it's like, oh, you, you reset like six hours plus, like that's like, no, I, I will not go back yeah. to that. You know, some, some people, exactly. some people in the chat are making a good point. We are just kind of like talking over what we presume he's going to say, but apparently he well, fills. Uh, let me do it. Let me do a disclaimer in the, the same way that Joseph Anderson would. Uh, all the stuff we just said is not related to him. If it sounded like it was, it wasn't. 
I would like yeah, to be. Well, there we go. Sorted. Anyway, I'm hoping to be corrected by whatever. Anyways. Yeah, but yeah, just just to clarify, uh, the format that we do this in, we will absolutely think that Joseph Anderson says one thing when he's actually saying something else. Once we carry it on, um, but that's going to happen, and then we will account for it where we find them. You know, and mm -hmm. that should be okay. We'll 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 absolutely uh, correct the record if you will. Um, so yes, let's continue. That I've played. Does this mean that I want every horror game to have permadeath? Well. Yes, in a way, but it's not that easy. Like most problems that encapsulate entire genres, this is complex. It's why I've always tried to make that clear when I've criticized horror games in the past for not being scary, Soma in particular. It's not a specific <laughs> failing, it's just- I wish he would rephrase it, it's like, it's not scary. What about that guy over there that said it's scary? It's like, oh, well, it's not scary for me. It's like, well, yeah, he could have said that. Honra <laughs> wide if you can reload after dying. I also fully expect that many people will disagree with me, but just consider how much more powerful a visually terrifying enemy in a horror game would be if it also had the ability to inflict tangible consequences upon death. Why is it not a tangible consequence to go back to a previous save? Yeah, I know. I mean, that's that is the main consequence of dying. You have to do it again. Yeah. How about Nobody so likes to die. What do you think checkpoints are for? It's the developers saying, okay, this is the amount of time we can keep it as a punishment, but that won't piss players mm -hmm. off too much. Mm -hmm. That's what a checkpoint how, is. How about they just release like a, a special horror edition games console where if you die, the game console just bricks itself? You know, is that would that, would that add enough tension? I guarantee you, at least one percent of the population that likes that sort of shit would really <laughs> invest in that. Like, Look <laughs> yeah. at how hardcore Isn't there I am. A mechanic in Demon Souls, where um, the more you die, it actually starts stacking against you. So does that mean that Demon uh, World Souls Tendency? Is more... Yeah, kind of. In Demon yeah, Souls, so yeah. I guess Demon Souls is more of a horror game than Soma. It'll because scare it, him more. It has oh, okay. Is it, we have to stop. I mean, I do think I do Souls games do have a spooky atmosphere, though. Mm -hmm. I don't think that uh, spooky. God, what have you done to me? <laughs> spooky, scary, scary. How much more frightened would you be if it caused you to truly consider retreat as the best option, making you say, "Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me." How do you play Amnesia and not get to that point? It's literally designed so that that's like your main option. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys no, are hearing, right? You just said like, imagine... You know I mean, because that's the thing, right? There'll be people who play Amnesia and then go, I don't care if I die, I'll just respawn. And for me, I'm just like, you're not really, you're not really meeting the game, are you? There, just like if someone was watching. I have a, um, a, a fr older friend of mine said he just never scared by horror movies because it's not real. Like, it's seriously, a thing See? that you'd say. Here's here's kind of my take is uh I forget the name of the uh the the crazy doctor in Outlast. Um I like how that's all I'm fucking talking about this whole <laughs> stream is just Outlast. That's like my only frame of reference lately. But like um the crazy doctor in that one. Do you remember his name Muller? Uh, Traeger? Traeger. So Traeger is one of the only <laughs> examples that kind of jump uh, to mind when I think of uh what we're talking about. It's yeah, I can die and I'll go back and it won't be that scary, but encountering him is really terrifying for me, and the way he chases after you and screams like a madman. Sure. Like that, I was I was actually going back and recording some Outlast footage from my Evil Within 2 video where I talked about why I, I hated the Evil Within 1, and uh, it just, I had to stop there because I, I kept getting really uncomfortable consistently running into Traeger and wondering where he is as he around this corner. Fuck, there he is, and it really just freaked me out. Yeah, so as if, like, like that's, that's you don't actually care if, he, if you're gonna die. It's more just the presence of him. Um, because mm -hmm. this is how I felt when I first played Amnesia. I just didn't like it when any of the monsters were were in the vicinity. Automatically, I was just like, mm, no. 
go away. Mm. <laughs> and the game fucks with you. It just plays sound clips from them, even if they're not there. And you'll just be sitting there like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're behind the corner Like I or mentioned not. that game Visage, and whether or not you like the game mechanically, a lot of the audio design is so great that even if you know that an enemy's nearby and that's your, your cue to like run the fuck away and get away from them, it's so uncomfortable that that in and of itself, regardless of any mechanics or consequences, you just your immediate instinct is, I'm just going to run away now. Uh, and it's, it's complicated. It's all complicated. I I don't. It's like like you know, in fitness, what the the collective point here was like um, to be so scared in that you'd lose all your progress that you in dead space you're just like I just want to run away from this thing. I just want to sprint away, and it's like that could uh, offer the scariest experience for somebody, but it could also get someone else being like, oh man, this thing's probably gonna kill me, and I lose all my progress. I'm not playing this again. Mm-hmm. And again, I just I I wonder because he's he he's very convinced that this is like a solution as opposed to an option. A retreat as the best option, making you say, "Please don't kill me! Please don't kill me! Please don't kill me!" as you run, because if you do die, you can't simply respawn with nothing lost. And also consider the what opposite mean, that lost. sometimes that's, the... that's not true. You'd have time lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the main thing. Possible right? items you collected, an experience you gained, and I don't know. Yeah, it's contextual what for whatever game he's playing. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and yeah, he uh, he's deliberately missing here because he's about to make the point about how you can waste ammo. And he's, uh, he's put a little disclaimer in the bottom left. For anybody in chat who feels like they want to be a smart ass, he's saying, hey, I'm <laughs> deliberately missing here. For anybody who won't understand that, and I'll leave a shitty comment below. <laughs> Checkmate, atheist. <laughs> I, just like, I, I would just be like, you're right, mate. I don't think anybody's really going to assume you missed like seven <laughs> shots in a row by deliberately, well, whatever. Maybe there, are, maybe there are. Fair enough, Anderson. Fair enough. I like how defensive you had to make it. So L little bit, little bit. I would have, uh, <laughs> what I don't understand about it is, I would have had a clip of you just unloading a clip into one enemy. You'd be like, oh, you're kind of wasting ammo there, you know? I think that answers the question just fine. And also consider the opposite, that sometimes if a fight goes so poorly for you that you wasted too many healing items and ammo, dying becomes an attractive option since you can restart and have a better second take. You this is a problem that's actually in a couple of video games, for example RPGs where you choose a particular class and outfit and then you find out about two hours into the game, oh if I was that class I could have done this, uh, I might restart. Mm -hmm. Just because uh, I'd say question. that was one of the few one of the few pitfalls of uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. If you built stealth once you got to the boss fight, it's like oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> uh, so flashbacks. Oh. Question super quick. Uh, Lord Zarkon in the chat uh, said time loss is not a problem. Well, I disagree. I suppose yeah, we have yeah, to I'm say it's say, subjective. Just, then I don't that, understand how you could possibly. That really is. Well, I just just went on about like you know the six hours for me would be like you know. Half a day's well, almost a full day's uh, shift in work. You know, that's like mm. that's not something that I could just throw away. Also, he's know? arguing for total time loss versus a select amount of time loss. So it's just where you draw the line, then. Yeah, yeah. How much time is too much time? And again, that's what I was trying to say about how how devs create checkpoints. They're trying to find that balance because it it is an actual thing, and it is. Absolutely subjective. For me, if I get 20 minutes removed, I might go, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot again. 20 minutes is fine. Then some other guy could yeah. be like, 20 minutes? Fuck off. I'm going to go play Mario. <laughs> 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 and 
again, so I've just said you're like, ah, oh, this is so flimflammy. I don't. There's nothing I can work with. You may even get angry at the monster when it takes too long to kill you, so you can see the reload screen. What? How scary! Yeah, <laughs> such a bizarre just point. It's not gonna happen. Oh, you can try the biggest flaws. Just try the option menu. They mostly have a load game function. <laughs> but he he goes as far as saying like, you know, you'll you'll waste resources. Therefore, death becomes a, a good option because you'll get reset on those resources. Which is like, yeah, that happens in games. I wouldn't disagree you with that. You think he would be happier yeah, if they added sure. like an optional oh, yeah. suicide button for those like rare situations where you but, just want to get over with? But then to argue it's like, oh, but it's so fucking annoying, especially when you like you want to die and then the the enemies take too long to kill you. It's like, what mode are you playing on? Where three <laughs> necromorphs take this long to kill you? Like, well, that doesn't count. You did miss on purpose. Because that's another thing, we've kind of gone over it already. But I just wonder. It's like, yo, you know that Dead Space has like harder difficulties. Like, what do you do? You consider it a different experience to be on easy versus the hardest? I'm assuming you do. Um, for example, the Out Outlast's hardest difficulty is uh, permadeath, is it not? I'm asking this sort of to chase, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's, I think there's lunatic uh, mode where you have to do it all in one shot. So yeah. Yeah. Um, does that? And work? I would definitely argue that that may, yeah, it makes it way fucking more terrifying because there are a few moments in that game where you can just get one shot or cornered. Then <sighs> I, I, I maybe maybe he'd be like, no, you need more changes to make that work. I'm not really right. for or against Joseph Anderson in this case. Like I understand where he's coming from, but I understand how, why you guys are sort of picking apart his points because it's. It's it's all kind of like you said, it's all sort of relative and his personal opinion, which, yes, everyone in chat is saying, did you even read the title? It says why horror games don't scare me. Yes, we get that, but we're, we're talking we're about... We're applying the same level of scrutiny if I was to come into Discord one day and say, hey, guys, horror games don't scare me because when I die, I just get resurrected. And then the rest of them, the rest of them don't just go, okay, that's cool. They <laughs> well, go, what do you mean that. by that? And then they ask me questions, and I don't go, because it's just my opinion. Why are you it's, it's like stop fucking it's just a conversation it's okay nobody nobody's dying Ma Mahler, have, have you ever considered uh having one of your very vocal uh objectors in chat just like come on discord and join the call and kind of like give his stance and just kind of have a debate about it i mean it would be great if we got someone with not only a good mic but great arguments but i feel like that's inviting potential trolls. yeah that's that's the thing i feel like if we did invite someone doesn't, that's like doesn't destiny do complaining that? in the chat destiny if, does yeah, it does. Actively if someone was constantly trolled. complaining in the chat and then we got them in the call it would probably be very revealing it's also just, i would, would love really to join. have joseph anderson on the stream but there's i don't think there's any way he would ever no, do that no I'm pretty sure he Which knows about me, and I, I doubt he's a fan, considering my Soma series. I, I can speak about myself, like, whenever I'm on, in my videos, I'm like, intellectual, and I have a lot of very educated research points, but as soon as you get me in a live stream, you realize how fucking retarded I actually am. <laughs> so it's like, that kind of ruins the whole image of, like, credible, professional critic. Anyway. Here is that. Of course, you can't slap permadeath onto a game, step back, and then consider it a job well done as you pat yourself on the back. The mm -hmm. only reason it works in Don't Starve is because each playthrough is different. Each attempt is a challenge to live as long as possible, and you learn and then try again with each reach. So it's, a, it's a guarantee of death in Don't Starve, right? So you uh, like, like the inevitability? Uh, Don't Starve will always end with a death. I think so. There might be yeah, a mechanic, like an item or something like that, that like, you know, gives you a, f a saving throw, but otherwise, yeah. I was just like, going to say, like, that's absolutely an argument that someone could make for why they'd never want to play this and they can't get immersed in it because there's no victory. You know, and yeah, I, I'd be I like, eh, would, fair enough, I there mean... There are certain things that you wouldn't be able to do in horror games if they did permadeath, though. 
let's get real. Like, well, Monstrum still counters this. Work. Monstrum has randomly generating uh, enemies and resources, and it's a quick horror game. So I, I'm still, I want to know if that's what he would be like. You know what? This is the perfect game. This is it. They did it. I don't think he's played it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a kind of a bizarre hill to die on for fucking uh, Don't Starve Together or whatever. It's such a strange example, and I feel like it's because he hasn't played enough horror games. Um, and I'm not saying this condescendingly. I mean, he hasn't actually gone out and searched for the game he's describing. You know, he's like, I wish... It'd be like me being like, I wish it was like a war simulator that like was authentic and did it like World War Two and had a bunch of... Like you could fight in the air and fight with people, but like Call of Duty's so goofy, and like I just can't believe it, and then you got like Medal of Honor, which just doesn't work for me. I wish there was one out there, and people are like, why are you like, why are you play Battlefield? And then you go, what's Battlefield? And you're like, oh man. <laughs> um, but that's what it feels like. I, I, I just want to reconcile Monstrum, I think that's my biggest thing. Because there's probably other ones that I don't know about, but I, I do know about that one at least. Oh, actually, here's one. What about like a game like Eve, where like you can lose like real world value money in your ships being destroyed? What how, what does that do for him then? That's got to be the biggest horror game. Yeah, a, a game where you strap yourself into like a, a chair that stabs you when you get stabbed in the game. <laughs> 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 what if that works? I bet there's real money to be had there, honestly. This yeah, yeah, there could be, there could be a Twitch like series, couldn't there? Like, oh you know, yeah, like, you would get think... so many subs. I think they have like, that, but on the scale of like pads that electrocute you or something, right? There's probably something that exists like that already. Well, I've seen retards like put uh, dog collars on their necks and like give themselves shocks and all that. But I don't <laughs> in know that case, it has, to, it has to exist. Oh, someone said if you played Observer, that you played that, haven't you, Al? Does that have any relevance? Yeah. Uh, it's it's quite unsettling. It's um. What's the what's the respawn mechanic like in that? Uh, it just takes you back like a you know tense, well, like you know a minute or two into the game. <laughs> There's segments, um... segments in it where, like, um, kind of like a toned down or like a, a more stripped down version of an amnesia or whatever, where there's enemies walking around like a, a strict pattern and you just gotta, like, you know, like duck and cover behind like chest high uh, walls or whatever. But you just but come back, or is there a narrative? If you it? die, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just really, it's, it's, it has got a lot of really good tension in it and I, I love the atmosphere, it's dripping in it. <laughs> Also, Mahler, I want to say, uh, would you like me to read donations since I'm kind of the chat boy right now? Oh, I, I usually, with EFAP, will... So, like, at the end of this video, I'll read them all in one. Oh, okay, because I'll just say really quickly, Sald King donated 1999 and said, Can't stay for the climax of the EFAP, but so happy to finally catch one live. Love listening while I work, and I'll suck as many danguses as I have to be to... As I have to, to be on one. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if we have a, a dangus requirement uh, to get on to... I mean, how many did you have to suck, Fringy, to get on here? Uh... I don't think I had to suck any. Not actually. even a single dangus. So, yeah, I'm not sure who's been spreading these lies. I, I reckon it's probably I do it for Chase. leisure, frankly. So, <laughs> I I lost count. I was I was wondering if you were gonna jump in, uh, Chase, with like, what you you didn't have to do any. <laughs> I love penis. What can I say? It's just a life passion. Quentin anyway, reviews is a horror on. game. Try. <laughs> Even here, however, having to start over can carry too harsh of a punishment when you've been playing for long enough and can cause you to give up. Transplanting the system onto a linear story game wouldn't work. Other changes would have to be made too. My god, that music choice, what the fuck? He pretty much just said what we've we've gone over, the whole like, what he's just described will be unimmersive to lots of people. And he said, and you can't yeah. just plonk it onto a game because it might not even work. But let's see how he... Because to me, I'm like, well then, that's it then. <laughs> like, we're good. We've just described that there are differences in genre. And you can choose whichever one you like. But I'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll see how he. Um, 
how he drastic transformation into a roguelike is an obvious one. Randomized areas, monsters, traps, and even pieces of a story would work well in a horror game. Making you constantly uncomfortable and never going through the motions brings with it a lot of what horror needs to be successful in my opinion. Throw in some subtle ways of messing with you, sort of like what Eternal Darkness did on the GameCube, and you may have the right recipe for a horrific game with permadeath stakes that won't be frustrating. Oh, maybe. I mean, I already consider Amnesia to basically be fucking peak horror, so I'm good. Uh, Jenna Hart said a boring film is a horror film, because every time you fall asleep you have to restart, lol. <laughs> <laughs> He's stupid. But yeah, he said, uh, he said for me and in my opinion, so... Uh... You know, there's not much to work with here. He, he just said, he, what, it would be like me saying um, the way to fix uh, FPS is to literally just add a god that, that shoots lightning every once in a while. And then I go, it could make it work better. Just my opinion. And so you guys are like, okay then. Yeah, sure. Like, well, there's nothing I can really do with that. that. Fuck right off then. That's his opinion. We got to respect it. Yeah, okay. Until Dawn on the PlayStation 4 shows that another way is possible, mm -hmm. because it's the only modern horror game that has made me uncomfortable through its mechanics. Another really bad one, eh? In case you're unfamiliar, Until Dawn presents <laughs> itself as a typical slasher well, horror movie that you- I don't know what to say here, I didn't find it very scary at all. I could I not this, find I, Until Dawn scary. I found this- I See, I can so concede hilarious. the point. I can concede the point of like, uh, you know, the game from the get go tells you like your choices matter and stuff. Fucking everything. <laughs> That's bullshit. It, it tells um, you, you, you know, like you, knowing that your characters in any given moment can just die immediately and it'll, well, it'll change something about the story. You, you know, even if you like the character, I can understand. Yeah, but I'd, I'd, how could you like any of these characters? <laughs> not only that, but like, I was convinced that I, I'm not even sure the game was trying to be horror. I thought it was kind of trying to be. Kind of campy. Oh, was, oh well, yeah, Baller, do you remember when I played it over yours with um? Oh we, yeah, we we, we, we laugh at a loads of it. I, I, I remember, I remember how the character Jessica got killed. Like she just like I just chose her to go down the the, uh, the well, safe we'll, path. I'll, I'll, I remember it one for one. So you were the you were the boyfriend, and you were your choice was to go down like a slippery sort of slope thing that said fast, or you go down the stairs, which is safe. Yeah, you chose safe, and it caused the character to die, and it's I the most. Went, well, Fuck that. <laughs> so when they say your choices matter, they're right in that your choices will lead to people dying, but you'll have no fucking part in it. You'll just be like, oh, I, I guess I choose... It's like, choose this side of the coin or this side of the coin. You go, that way. Well, well, it's, it's basically that you, you're mostly not gonna know. And yeah, hilarious just... dialogue, as someone just said. Yeah, the dialogue's fucking stupid. But also, I mean, it, it didn't take long for me to figure out who the main characters were, and they were gonna last to the end. The main characters were... Action man girl and the blonde girl. And, uh, and the action guy, yeah. I, 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 thought the, I thought the technology yeah. just to make like the, the deaths gory and then some of the special effects in that game was pretty alright. Like, I didn't like it overall, I didn't it, but, yeah. but I don't really have much to say about it in terms of a horror game. I was like, nah, this. It was more just like an interactive Heavy Rain-esque movie. Yeah, and it was a bit of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just to see what happens, but like, you know, a Alex started to actively- this is the best story. He was- he decided about halfway through he wanted to kill all the characters. So there's this- there's this sequence- <laughs> there's a sequence where there's a, the boyfriend and girlfriend, uh- Genocide route. The, the girl is like, putting yeah. her hand down, she's like, save me! And then you can choose to save yourself or her, and Alex is like, fuck it, I'll save myself, screw her. And he jumps, and then the game offers it you to you again, and Alex is like, no, absolutely save myself. And what the irony is, uh, when I played the game, I chose to save her, which kills you. That's what happens, you die and then she survives, but if you choose to save yourself, you both live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so Alex <laughs> inadvertently so saved more than I did by trying to kill them. It's bizarre. Except that part, that part got fucked up.
And so, yeah, I would say, like, you cannot ignore how stupid the choice system is in, in, until going for the horror aspect. <laughs> like, that is the interaction. Um, but, what, you know... Also, it vibrates on your leg. I, I kept resting the control of my leg, and it had those weird, <laughs> uh, like, six-axis motion sensor bit with the controller, didn't it? Someone says, until dawn's, like, telltale. It's like, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was just as cheesy, che well, um, wall-eating and uh, campy as fuck. <laughs> Until Dawn on the PlayStation 4 shows that another way is possible, because it's the only modern horror game that has made me uncomfortable through its mechanics. In case you're unfamiliar, Until Dawn presents itself as a typical slasher horror movie that you control different characters in throughout its runtime. You make decisions that cause changes in the story, and sometimes these can result in death. Permanently. These dumb teenagers do not come back after- Other than if you restart the game, and then they wouldn't die because it would be a different fucking timeline just like every other game. Also, don't- How is that different? Explain to me. You're like, oh, well, that's a different game save. It's like, yeah, but that's exactly the same level of immersion. You can be like, well, they could be alive. All I need to do is go back to the main menu. For him, it seems to be that it's all in one sitting. You, you can know, choose like, chapters uh, as well, can't you? In Until Dawn. I think you can. Well, basically, you can go back and make changes that will bring them back or kill characters. It's your choice. <laughs> Afterwards. Please do not think I am parading Until Dawn around as a wildly successful horror game because it has huge problems, but it's undeniable that knowing characters can die adds a great amount of tension whenever they're in danger. But only if you empathize and care about them, which I've found impossible to do with these <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was on board with Alex laughing at their deaths. Like, watch- there's, there's a great highlight on one of the videos where a guy's face gets bashed in and Alex just bursts out laughing. <laughs> like, and it's because of the tone. Alex was convinced that this was like a funny yeah. game, not a horror because, game. Because, because, like, like slasher horror films, like, they, we, I, yeah, we call them horror, but like most of the time, like the deaths are just like hilarious and just like you're just waiting for the next annoying, like, well, most of the time with the teenagers, like you know, who just like swear, like if you're like watching like um, a Rob Zombie film or whatever, and you're just like, oh, will these characters just shut the fuck up? And then they get their heads blown up. Are they like, supposed to be teenagers? Because they all look like they're fucking. Oh free. no, no! I, I just mean like in like slasher horror films, like you know, okay. like uh, Halloween yeah, yeah. or um, you sure. know, Friday the Thirteenth. No, the, these are like in their twenties or whatever, of course. But yeah, they, 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 the principle still is the same. They're annoying as fuck, yeah. and you're just waiting for them to die. And then when they do, you're just like, oh fucking Ray! You yeah, just you, you're rooting go. for Jason at that point. You, you give it, a, yeah, you give a fist bump in the air. You're like, fuck yes. And there are, there are, I would argue that it's definitive. There are characters that are so fucking annoying in Until Dawn, like the. One of the bratty girls. There's the like a Asian there's girl. like a there's a dumb blonde and a bratty Asian girl, and they're the most like mm -hmm. vapid characters. You're just like oh the my Asian god. Asian one is the absolute worst because no, even when you like save her, protect her, or nice <clears> to her. Just, yeah, no, she lasts really long no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think most I, people I, I, are really happy when she I, dies. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I like. I do enjoy. I did enjoy playing it, but it, yeah. it was not like it, I was not. There's no tension <laughs> it's not or scary. No. There were there was no spooks. I'm sorry, Joseph, but you know. Not uh, really quickly, Cinema Sin Sin says to play devil, uh, Devil's Advocate here, when a character in Until Dawn dies, you can continue your playthrough. In games where you cannot continue your playthrough without a resurrection, it's impossible for uh, a death to have a lasting impact unless you stop. Playing. Right, but I mean, like, what can you do about that other than restart the whole game from scratch? Like, like you need to be able to play the game, you know, you need to be able to complete when you, the game. When you change that mechanic, for me, you're changing the subgenre. And so you can choose yeah. to play that if you want. If it gets you more immersed, go find those games. But you're not arguing why this game isn't as scary. You're arguing why it's a different genre. Mm -hmm. 
I know you might be like, well, he's arguing why it's less scary for him. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, but it's not a fault of the game or a fault of the genre. It's literally something that you don't connect with. Like, we've been arguing this the whole time. It's just like me saying, you know, mystery doesn't work for me because there's always a twist. Like, oh. I mean, that's... I'm bored. Can we watch anime? <laughs> Especially the first time when all you know all is them. that decisions matter and you're not aware of the specific places a character can meet their end, which is a way... See, that's precisely what pulls me out of the game, where I have no impact on how things go other than flipping coins every time. That shit bothered me, because I actually took it seriously my first time around. I was like, oh, cool, this will oh, be... Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember the start of it, like, where, like, then one of the characters have a BB gun or something like that, and, like, has the option to shoot, or not, like, you throw a snowball at a bird or something. Like, you, then, <laughs> you it gives you, like, yeah, yeah, it gives you the option, like, to, like, kill an innocent or animal or whatever, and, and then yeah. just, like, <laughs> you killed it. <laughs> also, uh, fuck generic shooter says there are lots of actual games where you can make choices that kill off characters. Suikoden, Chrono Trigger, Quest for Glory, Resident Evil, all of them closer to horror than Until Dawn. And that's a really good point because the the bad ending of Chrono Trigger, I don't know if you ever played Chrono Trigger Mauler, but it's fucking, it's an ingenious RPG. Uh, when you, the whole point of the game is to stop this looming evil creature who's like burrowed in uh, in the core of the earth to, you know, to stop him from destroying the Earth. And if you lose in the final battle against him, it actually plays out as one of the canon endings. And it's horrifying because a big message pops up. You hear the monster screech at you. And then it says, but the future refused to change. And it's this heavy, like, you were not enough. Hmm. And it's like really, really heavy, especially when I was fucking six years old and I played it like <laughs> I traumatized me. I was like, oh my God, this is on my shoulders. Your pathetic chase. Yeah, no, uh, well, this is the thing. I feel like there's a great conversation in this video that just doesn't make it there because there's so few examples and so little time. So we're just like, oh, okay, bye-bye. Yeah, sure. All you know is that decisions matter and you're not aware of the specific places a character can meet their end, which is a way until Dawn can reinforce the idea that death can become meaningless. When you look up after you're done and find out that the tension in many scenes was faked because characters can't die there. Something similar could be done in other- well, That would be like movies, right? Which we haven't really heard him yeah. account for. Like, how does he deal with that? What is this? What his commentary on that is? I wonder. Which is weird because his point is that the films do scare him, but that games don't. So he needs to spend more time on that. And he accidentally just alluded to the fact that Until Dawn is more of a movie than a game. By the way, it's interesting that he keeps using footage from The Evil Within because that is one of the worst horror games I've played <laughs> in the entire life. I can tell you that if there was anything close to horror from The Evil Within, it was within the first like ten minutes, and if that because that's. That's, uh, it like does so many of the things that, I mean, maybe it's to support his point, of course. I'm like half paying attention at this point. I'm just enjoying <laughs> your guys' banter. But like in The Evil Within, every time you die, and every boss has a one-hit kill mechanic. Every time you die, you have to go all the way back to the start of, of fight. Like that is such a fucking, I just, I don't even have a point. I just want to say fuck The Evil Within. Then suck <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on your team, but Evil Within took so dab long <laughs> to complete true. as well. Yeah. And, I, and I did a video on it, if, if any of you... <laughs> Watch it. Just saying. It's just a little uh, plug right there. Ch Chase face on YouTube. <laughs> Search for the evil within. Go. I Subscribe! Ask, I, I, I wanted to ask everyone, has has anyone here played Deadly Premonition? I have that game. On, on Only for a little bit. Only for a little bit. Oh, right. Because I really wanted to know what he thinks about that game. Because that game has all the cliches and tropes to try and be a horror game, but it's so it's played out so cheesily bad. It's hilarious. It, it's, it's like completely un unintentional. Well, supposedly, I, I, I sometimes doubt it and question if it was intentionally bad but it's such a like fun experience to watch and i would, lo I would love to see what he thinks about that as a horror game <laughs> me too also uh there was somebody i can't remember who it was i was talking to somebody came up with an example of like a 
a horror game where you can't die, but is typically known as being scary. Is there any anybody who can? There was a game I had prepared thinking about it, but I've completely forgotten now. Um, I mean, what I can argue is literally the opening forty minutes of Amnesia. Um, I wonder how Joe's Fanison felt about that because you can't die, right? So there's no death, but there's loads you know, of I tension. Think getting off the topic of permadeath and dying and checkpoints in general, I think that some of the best horror games I've ever played are ones where the AI is really good and it makes you feel like you're not just fighting against something that is a computer program, but actually living and breathing. For example. Uh, probably not like the perfect example, but uh, Resident Evil 3, Nemesis stalks you throughout that entire game, and he's so tenacious, and he's so cunning, and he finds these opportunities where he just completely catches you off guard, that it feels like the way that they've scripted him, like he actually wants to kill you, and he actually has a lot on the line to, to hunt you down. And something about just that tenacity made it so terrifying for me, knowing that he would try to get me no matter what, like nothing would slow him down. Oh, it, is it true you couldn't die in PT? Uh, yeah, I guess. Just that would be an example I'd have room. for Joseph to account for. I wonder what he thinks. Yeah, I, I, I guess the counter for that is just that it wasn't a finished product, I guess, but yeah. Well, it was like a teaser, wasn't it? So Yeah, I, I don't know. it wasn't a long... Well, this is kind of what I said about the opening to Amnesia, and uh, just, are horror games scary up till he dies? Well, that's... Yeah, that's exactly what I was oh, Apparently you can't die in PT. Oh, okay. There we are. So, yeah, yeah. Because, like, see, for me, it's the whole idea of what is leading up to your death. Like, uh, it's okay whether you die or not. I'm more concerned about whether the creature itself is what scares me instead of just the looming threat of the checkpoint waiting for me. Well, because, uh, yeah, because it's interesting what you said about, like, Nemesis, but um, in, in Amnesia, they made efforts to... Say you're, like, miles ahead of the monster. You're obviously supposed to be running away. The soundtrack was most supposed to make you feel like he was right on your heels... Um, because then they're able to rubber band it really easily, as in, like, they'll push the monster closer and closer, but then if you start slowing down or fuck up, they might slow him down a bit to make sure. They want you to escape. They do not want you to die. They want you to escape and be scared, because that's, like, the, the primary experience. Yeah. A lot of it is about framing. Like, for example, since Dead Space has been so fucking prominent in this video, uh, in the, yeah. that very first part where they're like, run, Isaac, and you have to run to the elevator, they have it scripted, I'm pretty sure, intentionally, so that right when you run up to the elevator, it takes just a moment too long to open. And then one yeah. of the necromorphs is, like, right on your ass, and you're supposed to go, ah, ah, and just, like, run in and, and yeah. feel that sort of, like, icky, icky, get and off of, course, of me sort you know, of feeling. The, the first time that you play it, and when it opens the doors up, <laughs> and then you're like, uh-oh, he's got me, and then... Yeah, we'll we'll try and get back on uh, the tracks of <laughs> what <laughs> Joseph's talking about. Yeah. Look up after that. you're done and find Wait, out that the tension in many scenes was faked because characters can't <laughs> die there. What are you talking about? <laughs> Something similar could be done in other games without resorting to permadeath leading to a game over. Imagine a Yoshi's Island style relay of characters along for the spooky ride, and if you die, then that's one dead from the roster and you move on to the next one with the other one. Like inside or little nightmares, death could result in. Oh, it, it skipped for me, but I was gonna say, um, the idea you play a game with like a team of four, and then if you die as one, you move to the next. It's like, um, I try it, but I don't think that's a solution, really. Yeah, because for me, it would be like, well, surely if like if you're particularly shit at the game, then you're not gonna have enough time to establish the character to like empathize and like and like, like you know like want them to live. If if they're literally just like, <laughs> oh hi, I'm your childhood friend, and they're dead, it'd be like, oh, so long, tension. <laughs> You know, it's gone. Just to clarify, he wasn't talking about Yoshi's Island. He was saying a Yoshi's Island style like relay where it's like multiple characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought that was... too. When he said oh, Yoshi's no, no, Island I, style, I, I was that. like, what? And then... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm not going to talk about like I'm not going to take Mario but, characters. 
like seriously <laughs> yeah, emotively at to, all, but you know that's that's not their purpose. Just to bring up no, that, I was that I wasn't random dude. correcting you guys. I was correcting chat because some people were like, oh, "Really, okay. Yoshi's Island?" Oh, fair <laughs> well, you did use "Don't Stop." Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you, you have uh, just a random dude in that universe. That's a thing. And then the random dude goes, "I didn't like that game because I knew that if I died, I would just end up being one of the team. And then if I died as them, it'd be one of the other team." It was only really scary when I got down to the last dude. What do you do for that guy? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, this is different. It's not, it's not, uh... It's kind of like a, there's, there'll never be a perfect solution. No, I, I don't think, think there will be, just you, like... You, you have to put all of your eggs in the basket of making sure that up until the moment of dying, it is the most pantshingly terrifying thing. To bring it back, that, um, it's this thing I said earlier, like, there was a friend of mine who just didn't get scared by horror films, but he watched, um, Paranormal Activity, and he came out of it and he was like, that was a little bit scary. That was probably the scared, most scared <laughs> I've ever been. I wasn't really scared, but it was the closest I've been to getting there. And to me, I I'm just like, something down there. it's like the, it's whatever you personally require to bring that wall down between you and yeah. the content. Um, this is this is why I said at the end of my Outlast series, like, I wouldn't blame anybody for finding it the scariest thing in their entire lives. I wouldn't blame it because I think all the, the elements are there. Um... It's so uh, subjective. Jenna, Jenna Hart said, "That's Yoshi's story, not Yoshi's. That's Yoshi's story, not Yoshi's island." God, I hate this guy more. You said Yoshi's story <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I tried to correct it. I thought, no, you got to take the opportunity to uh, rip it. Rage is making me form. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you, Jenna. I'm sorry. No, read the second one. Yoshi Island is the second choice. The rage is making me form. <laughs> Move on to the next one. With the other one gone forever. Or in a game like Inside or Little Nightmares, death could result in being moved to a different line of progression for a worse ending, and then an even worse one after that if you die again. But see, the problem becomes, right, so we've just been arguing about how when you die in, like, Alan Wake, you end up in a different, arguably, timeline, arguably, uh, dimension. It's whatever you can put in your head canon. And if he says, nah, what it is is actually a reset, like, let's be honest. You could be like, well, what you've just said, even if that's in the narrative, if they say on a big piece of text, and so Jimmy was taken to a different universe in which he did not die, he'd be like, yeah, that's just bullshit. It's actually the mechanic of just, it's, I'm just alive. Death doesn't mean anything. Hmm. Um, here's a quick question. Has anyone played uh, True Crime, Streets of the LA or New York? I no. played it briefly. Right, so in, uh, at least in True Crime, Streets of LA, from what I remember, um, there were parts of the story where, depending on the outcome of that particular moment, they, the story would divert, like, in a timeline, you know, like... Like later on, well, when you complete the game, you could go back and see like the actual timeline, and then go back to those options and choose the different option. Um, most of the time, it would be like if you got defeated by the boss, the boss would run away um, instead of like you know you retry and start again and do it. Um, it wasn't a horror, but like those kind of like alternative timelines that like it's a lot. Well, not that it can't be done, but it is a shit ton of effort, especially to make it all concise and still like have investment in it. Without like, because if you, again, if it goes back to if you just kill off all the interesting characters, it it, it quite loses the interest and the tension from it. Or again, I, it's, this is in my opinion, you know. But yeah. Well, I, this is this is why is as a subject, I'm just like you're gonna have to get into some serious mechanical discussions before you can say anything that's worth more than just saying, well. If you're not scared by it, that's that's you, man. Everyone else gets scared by it, or some people get scared. Not, not yeah, everyone's a, a detail-oriented little prick like point. you, Mahler. But nobody wants to have that discussion. It's crap. <laughs> if if someone just goes, <laughs> well, yeah. I I got scared by it. I guess you didn't. <laughs> oh, it just reminds me of the conversations about like the Last Jedi. Well, I like it's like well, <laughs> what what I mean? it's like Joseph Anderson put this video up for a reason. It was it wasn't just to say. 
Horror games don't scare me. It's like, I know people will be like, well, he's explaining why. And I'm just saying that, yeah, but how does he... He's not accounted for so many little things that you can sort of poke holes in here. He's not qualifying enough enough for you, you're saying? I mean, I'm surprised he's qualifying enough for anybody. Uh, I like how everyone in chat is just commenting about how unfitting the Undertale music is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's up to him, it's fine. The idea here is that you can still continue and finish the game if you get grabbed by the ghoulies, but that you really, really don't want to. The alternative is that horror games require more suspension of disbelief on the player's part, and that you should meet them more than halfway in order- That's not necessarily true. Uh, more suspension of disbelief, because you, be, you could argue like, uh, you know, like League of Legends, for example. Like, to get into it, you'd be like, you're gonna have to- if, if one was to try and get into it as if you were actually on the battlefield, there's a lot of things you'd have to ignore. To be able to mm -hmm. cut right into that, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say horror games have the biggest amount of required suspension of disbelief, but you know, it's, I guess that's subjective too. Master Clockwork said, "Come on, guys, you're almost there." <laughs> you should meet them more than halfway in order to be scared. I reject this idea because I don't have to do that in order Why? to appreciate. Whoa, sorry, was he rejecting the idea that you have to? Uh... Just play it again. I can't <laughs> The idea here is that you can still continue and finish the game if you get grabbed by the ghoulies, but that you really, really don't want to. The alternative is that horror games require more suspension of disbelief on the player's part, and that you should meet them more than halfway in order to be scared. I reject this idea because I don't have to do that in order to appreciate scary movies, and that I. Yeah, but that's you, buddy. Yeah. That's he knows that's not a good argument, right? Because I could just say the reverse. It'd be like. Joseph, horror games don't, films don't scare me, and for all the reasons we mentioned before, I know that that's just a set. I know that they're just <laughs> actors. I know that this isn't actually real. I know that these yeah. people- Robert Downey Jr. is still alive, so he can't die in this. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, you have to have some suspension of disbelief, and I'd be like, I don't when I play horror games. And you know, you could be like, it doesn't bother you, the fact that horror games are literally code? I'd be like, no. Yeah, it gets kind of complicated, doesn't it? Because there really is no perfect solution. And obviously no. we're not saying well, really, there's a perfect solution, but it's going to be impossible to please everyone. That's the point of genres and subgenres. You go and find the thing that works <laughs> yeah. best for you. Yeah. And what he's described exists. He can go get it. Bean just said, can you guys just watch anime? <laughs> See, finally, someone with some sense comes in. Jesus. Never have to adopt this mindset in order to be impressed by other genres and games. If something in a game is visually stunning or a boss fight hits the right level of challenge and engagement, the game is responsible for getting me there without me having to pretend to be along for the ride. I don't want- I can say the same about movies or books. I can't get into a book because it's just fucking paper and pen. What the fuck's this? Also, Jenna Hart said it's also a thing that he is saying that he'd want to know every mechanic of how a game works before playing it. Isn't the element of the unknown most of the fear? Yeah, I would say so. Is that something he said? Like, uh, I'm not saying it's not, I'm just clarification. Uh, I think she's talking about uh, him. It's also a thing that he is he saying he'd want to know every mechanic of how a game works before playing it. You mean like he wouldn't want to? I mean, I'm guessing he's saying he would jump into Amnesia hoping that it's going to have the mechanics he wants, and then he's like, oh man. It doesn't, you know? I, 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 I doubt well. he wants to know all the mechanics of a horror game before playing it. Uh, that, that's the thing as well. He, I, he's clearly not going to do it, I don't think, like in the next three minutes, but he's not even talking about or coming for like VR horror either. Yeah, like what's, like, his, what's you, his take where, on where, VR where, horror? Where that, yeah, like, that's you know, actually a good point. The whole thing is putting you literally in front of the script. Well, you, you know what I'm getting at. Well, see, but it's... Go ahead, sorry. Well, no, that's, that's a really good <laughs> point. Oh, no, no, I, I was done. 
Um, so I was gonna say this this I could have made this video why I don't read books and then I go uh, Because books are just words and there's no actual tangible information as in when you watch a movie in a game You get a landscape you get a character's uh, look it's only described in a book and so blah blah blah. And then someone makes a video saying like you know book, books are the only thing that work for me because uh, They tell me they describe stuff so I get to imagine a world and I get to live in my head but this amazing and mystical, like, everything is for me. But when you lock something down, like Game of Thrones, into an actual series, everything's definitive, and everything's answered, and this is how it looks. There's no... You don't get to imagine it anymore, and it takes away everything from it. And it's like, you can make both of those videos. And on the topic of, like, VR being, uh, you know, more engaging and immersive than normal horror games, that's true, because, like, Dread Halls, for example, is a game that's, like, creepy enough, but not terribly creepy but as soon as you play that in vr it becomes so much more intimate and personal it's no longer just me navigating around and keeping my guy from dying now it's like they're in my face they're screaming in my ears like it's it's a whole different experience oh they said um <clears throat> because he's never played vr horror you want him to comment on something he doesn't have experience in maybe like so then he can't be definitive he's saying why horror games don't scare me and he hasn't even played all of the horror games so Bazinga. All, all, all of the subgenres. This is another problem with this video. He's, he's, he's playing it as if he's actually gone through all of his options, which he hasn't. Yeah, when, when he's like referenced, like, well, like eight games of worth of footage. Like, and for... no, yeah, I'm like not... that's the thing. I, I've, I've thought about making like a more all encompassing video on like horror games and the horror genre. But the problem is, like, I haven't played the, you know, Penumbra series of games. There's mm -hmm. a lot of horror, like, I, I honestly haven't played most of the Silent Hill games. So I feel like I would just be kind of speaking from a place of ignorance if I did try to be a voice of authority on that. So that's one thing that's kind of uh, weakening his argument it, a little bit. Yeah, it happens. And that's that's kind of what we're concluding here. It's like we want to see what he says after he does X, Y, and Z. Yeah, if he if he was clearly if he conveyed a lot more competence and sort of expertise in all the different kinds of horror games and gave a lot of different examples and showed a lot of different instances, I feel like he would do a much better job of convincing me personally. But he's really just sticking with like. <laughs> so like we have to clarify every statement. That's how this works. Uh, someone said, <laughs> "Do you have to comment? Do you have to play everything in a genre to comment on it?" Uh, no, it's when you make a comment that counters something that already exists. It's when it's like it, it um, fucking helps. It does help to have played all of the genre before you say a genre is X. Which is, again, I wouldn't bother. There's no much point. It's like, what is in every horror game? You go, uh, I don't know, atmosphere? It's like, nope. No? And it's like, no, not every horror game has that. There are plenty of horror uh, games. Cinema, Cinema Sins Sin said, well, this has been fun, but I'm off to drink until I wake up on the floor of the McDonald's bathroom. I'll let you decide whether or not I'm joking. All right, God, see you around, that, that, That's real horror there. That's a horror. Um, <laughs> you go like, oh, there's, there's always the threat of, of danger in every horror game. You go, nope. There's games that have been made that have absolutely no intention to put you as a, as a threat, just to pre present ideas to you that are spooky. Something like that. There's, there's, it's, genre is very, very broad. Uh, there's so many things you can do within every genre, and that's because genre itself is only supposed to just be an identifier. Basically, if I'm going to describe a game to you, I can start with genre. So it, it puts you in a mindset of like, oh, I can expect some things, and then I get more specific. I'm like, these are the mechanics, Aww. these are the blah, 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 and that's the subgenre, and, and so on. So somebody, uh, without warning, this guy is desperately trying to be like Super Bunny Hop, but ends up being I hate everything. Oh, yeah, I, oh. I like that kind. Of <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a star. That's a burn. Yeah. This video is called "Why Video Games Don't Scare Me," not "Why Video Games Aren't Scary." He's not being definitive on purpose. Yes, he is. He just said solutions for horror games. And what what was the, what was the line earlier? That um, game games have the problem because he doesn't have to come as far for immersion like he does with with movies. 
As yeah, in, and it's like that. That's kind of what makes it complicated. Is he starts off subjective, why they're not, why they don't scare me, but then he kind of goes into the objective and talks about the genre, just like you know, objectively. And this is side by side with the fact that he's highlighting options that he may not have experimented with with games that exist. Monstrum would be the one thing I want him to play desperately, just to get his perspective on it and to explain to me why Monstrum doesn't satisfy his requirements. Uh, because it does everything he's he's said would work for him in this. You know, after after this video, every single good horror game that comes up, people are going to link him to it and be like, oh, what, does this fucking scare you, tough guy? Oh, is it, you too good for this one? It's going to haunt him now, this one thoughts. video. Horror games to give me the opportunity. And, then, and again, I think he'd be fine if... I would have cut this video right down. You could even make it like a minute. And all you needed to say was, um, I really don't get immersed into horror games because it always pulls me out whenever I die. And I know that's not a thing many people experience themselves. It doesn't bother them at all. It really bothers me. That's it. And you could be like, well, that's boring. And I'd be like, exactly. So when you actually start adding references, that's where you can start actually comparing and ripping them apart. Um, if I tell you I don't like Black Panther, then you go, yeah, that's fine. But then if I tell you because Sonic the Hedgehog is in it, you'll be like, that's not true. And then I go, that's my opinion. And you're like, that's not true. <laughs> it's, a, it's a jumping off point. If this was only his opinion, the video would be extremely fucking short. Yeah. Opportunity to roleplay as someone who's scared. I want to have no choice but to be scared because that's what terror really is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's what real terror is. <laughs> See, I actually stopped before this, and I just I just texted you, and I said, "Yeah, okay, I think I get the idea." <laughs> like shortly after the halfway point, I was like, "I think I know where this is going." It's real terror. To have no choice but to be scared, because that's what terror really is. It comes at you with surprising potency, hits you with a jolt, and leaves you both hot. That's not true. Stop using the Evil Within that's footage when you're praising true. scary. <laughs> I'm so triggered right now. And with his goofy music too, it's just a, such a jumbled like. <laughs> what's your message? You should, should play the fucking Tem Shop though. Beethoven's Fifth. Just throw that in there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, uh, just the, the idea that he just said it should jolt you, should blah, it's like, nope, 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 there's no should in horror. Not a thing. There's no should in any genre, really, because you can always stretch, and you can always do a little thing here, do a tweak here. This is what terror should do, it's like, you know what terror should do? Terrify you. And if someone says, yeah, Outlast terrified me, but Amnesia didn't, uh, Mario terrifies me, but Sonic doesn't, I'd just be like, mm. Have you, have any of you guys played Visage? It's fairly new. It's only like a month or two old. I have not. It's, it's kind of PT-esque. I mean, obviously it's going to drop parallels because you're in an abandoned house and there's like spooky ghosts like kind of creeping up on you invisibly. But I, I definitely recommend you guys watch a playthrough of it, like including everyone in the chat. Watch someone else play it, play it yourself. It actually does a lot really, really well. I'll get into that more videos over but that mm -hmm. currently that's like my number one horror game. I actually want to make a video on it, just um, commending a lot of the mechanics to it because it's so it keeps you on your fucking toes. Yeah, it's really good. The cause to be scared is real terror. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have no choice but to be scared because that's what terror really is. It comes at you with surprising potency, hits you with a jolt, and leaves you both hot and cold at the same time. Oh. Just like the jump scare that's about to appear <clears throat> at the end of the sentence. Just kidding, I wouldn't do that to you. you know why, <laughs> do, I know, right? Do you, do you know why he's accurate with saying hot and cold there? Because if he did have a jump scare, it would have been confusing because of the stupid music he had. Like, da -da 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 -da. you'd be like, what the fucking... What? <laughs> like, what did you... Yeah. About to appear at the end of the sentence.
Just kidding, I wouldn't do that to you. Death isn't the only way to inflict punishment for being caught by a monster. In fact, as always, my proposed ideas aren't meant to be actual things that could be done, but rather demonstrations of what a game could look like on a surface level. And these games exist, go find them, Joe. In this case, it's to make monsters genuinely terrifying while you are- Oh, fuck off! Make monsters genuinely terrifying. You see, this is when I, I feel like there's weaknesses in the script. He used, he used true, real, and genuinely. None of those things mean anything. Tell me what true horror, genuine horror, and real horror are. It's genuinely terrifying while you are in control of the game. A fail state may force you to make a difficult choice in the game's story, or ask you to choose which supporting character will receive punishment uh, Now, I mentioned this to you before, um, I think, when I, we talked about it uh, the other day, but what, what, like, there would eventually be a point if a fail, if, like, the fail state meant that there was some impact on the story directly, eventually it would reach a point where if you died too many times, it would stop having any effect. So this is an imperfect solution. Yeah, it just delays, address, delays the same problem concerns. he has. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, he'd still not like it. So what do you do? And like, I just, it gets to the point where it's like, Joseph, do you just want it to be real life, but you don't actually die for real? Like, somehow. <laughs> and then I think VR might be the solution, just to get him so immersed that even a death can bring him back in, you know? I don't know if that'll do it for him. I don't know what'll do it for him. I just hope you get there, Joe, because, man, being, being <laughs> freaked out. We just want to see you happy, Joseph. Yeah, we just want to see you happy. This is really just an intervention. We want to make I sure know. you enjoy video games again. <laughs> we want to save you. We're doing Joseph. this for you. This is what? This is an intervention for Joseph. Absolutely. Joseph Anderson. <laughs> notion. Notion in the chat like he Joseph. wants to play with real humans that die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, he starts buying people. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Like, the deep web is true horror. Play my game. Mistake. The balance here is to never make this punishment result in a game that is worse to play after that point. Just like a setback caused by death should never become a tedious trip through repeated content no matter what the tedious is subjective, my man. What can it's like, you I, do? Again, if, you're, if you're impatient, you know, a lot of these games are going to be objectively flawed, but it's like, what's what's the alternative? That's the one thing I'm confused about is... Well, let's, he hasn't let's really... think about it, I guess. Like, um, if, if, if somebody wanted to make a Dead Space-like horror game where it has characters and a story, how do you make it to where your, your deaths impact it, but eventually you'd reach a point where they stop impacting? Or if you force them to restart, how would it not be tedious? You can't make a game like that like, so what can you do? Think of the most energetic and bombastic piece of content ever. There'll be someone out there who goes, that was boring. You'd be like, why? Yeah. You go, it was just balls to the wall, constant action. That doesn't phase me. And, and there's a lot of people, like when I was younger, I was a teenager. If something was popular, like Halo, Call of Duty, what have you, my default, just because I was a little cunt, was I would just be like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. No, yeah, it's I know just, what you mean, especially people out there. grabbing something that's like beloved and then being like, I don't get it. Yeah, like I love Undertale, and I understand that the fan base is like complete cancer, and it's a lot of like young children, much like the FNAF series. So it's like that really gets at some negative points, but I can still enjoy it despite the fact that there's other people out there that hate it. Hey, FNAF that, has like, Puma Death. Maybe Joe else. would like FNAF. <laughs> I think it does, right? Am I crazy? FNAF does that... is a horror game masterpiece. I mean, let's be fair. It has the technically randomly generated enemies in that they'll change which order they attack you. Every and there's time a lot play. on the line. You will, if you die, it death. sends you back to night one. You have resource management in it. Like, this could work. 
I actually like FNAF, like in terms of just a lot of the effort that went into it and just sort of the atmosphere. Like, I mean, obviously, there's, it's got plenty of fucking flaws. But... Uh, on a mechanical level, I, I, I can understand where the, the appeal comes from in terms of like balancing all of the. Being like, I've got to account for each entry each enemy could come in while also maintaining light and, and winding boxes and stuff. It's, it's a lot for your head to work with. I just. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I wasn't. Uh, you know what? You know what I'm going to say, Chase? It didn't scare me. <laughs> we need to make a game that will we need to fix Vineyard <laughs> this punishment result in a game Ash that Vineyard. is worse to play after that point just like a setback caused by death should never become a tedious trip through repeated content no matter what the game is the other important thing is to make sure mistakes are always the fault of the player if the punishment is going to be so you can't do that uh, there's always going to be, because uh, it's not just about it being factually the player's fault, it's also, like, you know, like, people say Dark Souls every time you die, it's always the player's fault, like, that's a, a thing people often say, but it's like, it's not true, there are several deaths where you'll be like, oh, that's, Boxes. like, how is that, the, how is that the player's fault, like, come on, and um, what I'm saying is a limitation of the medium, it's like, video games is pretty tough to make it so that every single time anything bad happens, it's completely on the player, <laughs> like, and even if it is, is it important that the player feels that? Because a lot of players won't, and then they'll come to the same conclusion you do, where they're like, yeah, that's shit, I'm not playing, this doesn't scare me. <laughs> and so what what relevance is it ultimately? Like, this is why I'm just... Yeah, gonna... I think a lot of the issue is that he's kind of speaking as if there's, like, a tier. As if there's, like, games that are objectively, undeniably scary versus just these which are kind of scary or could be considered scary. I'm like, he's, he's going through so many subjects. This is why I knew this would be interesting, because... We've we can we, how are we doing? Two hours for eleven minutes, like it's <laughs> and and we're trying to speed it up every once in a while. <laughs> trying really hard, yeah. That's so much to say. Uh, someone said tedious is subjective. Okay, what if after playing DS two for a hundred hours, the game randomly started everything over? That would be tedious, right? Arguing with a line is is different from no line. Uh, no, there's going to be someone out there who says that's not tedious. They could be insane. It doesn't matter. It's a subjective. It's, tedious is a feeling, right? Like, uh, l let me let me make sure. Just like the feeling of tedium, which is essentially a version of boredom, as far as I know. If you were to say it's repetitive, I wouldn't deny that. If you're going to say it's, um, I don't know, counterproductive, the state or quality of being tedious. So let's look at tedious. I'm curious. I just want to check because you know I haven't looked at the definition for it. Too long, slow, or dull, tiresome, or monotonous. All of those things are subjective. Is something too long? It's like, well, everybody's going to have a different take on that. Slow, again, same thing. Dull, same thing. Tiresome, same thing. Monotonous, same thing. Um, I suppose you could argue that if I spoke in the same tone, I would be monotonous objectively. But if you had all of your resources in Dark Souls 2, and then they randomly took them away from you and restarted the game, wouldn't that be the opposite of monotonous, in that you'd have a completely different state? compared to what you just had? I think it's just tough to be like objective when it comes to this particular genre that's always been so... Because the thing is, it plays with your psychology. And psychology obviously like varies from person to person. And it, it <laughs> Those say, can't there be things that are objectively terrifying? No. Yeah, that's the, that's the main problem, is we're not really... That's why we need really, to know these words. Uh, what, yeah, we're not defining our terms and variables. It, and people are like, oh, this is so... This is so tedious to be like, to, to define every word, but it's like, I don't know what you're telling me unless I know what you mean by the word. Is Joseph Anderson saying the thing is repetitive, or is he saying it's boring? Those two are very different things. And I'm happy to agree with, with one, but not the other, because... 
all five of us in this call would react very differently to uh, to every situation in every game. That's just how it happens. There'll be times when we all sort just... of agree. Maybe he'd like to uh, just stick to roguelike games, since that is like a big thing for him. I'm not being facetious well, when I say I know, I agree with you. I, find... I don't play puzzle games because I just do not have the attention span or the maturity or the patience to do any of that shit. So I just don't play them, but I don't go around saying like, puzzle games are not gratifying. They're just not. Yeah, and if you said, why puzzle games don't don't puzzle me? <laughs> that was your... <laughs> and you're like, puzzle games don't I'm puzzle me. I'm too smart for these puzzles. Because... And it's also possible that when you're, when you're a stupid little kid, you don't understand anything. So you can throw any horror game your way and you'll be really impressed. Like, holy shit, that was terrifying. But now that you're an adult and you understand how game design works and what the rules are. Like, for example, whenever I play a horror game or, or any kind of action game, uh, no, actually, just horror games. If I... <clears throat> If I know that uh, the game hasn't taught me how to do combat yet, then I generally feel safe until it does. Because then once it teaches you how to use a gun, how to equip the gun, etc., then it's like, okay, now this is fair. So when a game throws at me a monster that I actually, I'm actually expected to fight or run away from, whichever, and it hasn't taught me how to fight yet, that always catches me off guard, and I'm always impressed. Hmm. Just so this is more of like a, a discussion about, I guess, knowledge of game design and that may take you out of the experience. Yeah, partially anyway. Kind of, because sometimes I watch a TV show where they're trying to pretend like it's reality, and I'm like, that shot could only have been achieved if the camera was put there, and you walk like this could have only been achieved if you shot this twice. But you're making it seem like you shot this once, even though it's you know reality TV. And it's like, well, I can't enjoy this now because now I recognize the farce. Yeah, but. I don't know, like, I guess in video games, it's a little bit different because you're, re it's, it's real time, so there's a level of unpredictability to it. Um, yeah. Also, someone in chat said, uh, who's the crying human Pepe? <laughs> That's Mel. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> crying human Pepe. Sorry to interrupt, go on. You know what's really suitable as well, because he's staring at the video on the stream. He's <laughs> 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 Um, but yes, I th I'm, I'm relatively certain he ends at two minutes before the end, so we're pretty close to the end here. Yeah, yeah let's just let's power through it. that isn't an issue unique to the horror genre. What is unique is that you're meant to feel frightened, for yourself and for the character starring in the game you're playing. A character that is an immortal force of nature that can never be killed, only stricken with inconvenience. But they can be killed. I don't, yeah, you I'm die. sorry Joe, but they can be killed, and then you, you, you respawn, like... You mean they can't... Like... You... See, this is why everybody <clears throat> thinks permadeath is all he's after. Because you correct that statement yeah. to, oh, I mean they don't permanently die. And it's like, so you want permadeath? Do you know what permadeath also... is? Sorry, I'll, I'll be really quick. But oh, God, God, what he needs God. to do is when he dies in Dead Space, in Amnesia, in Alan Wake, he fucking restarts the game. Mm -hmm. but it it kind of seems like he has, he has questions that he doesn't even really understand himself. I, I don't know I if just, he. I don't know if he's properly articulating his point. I'm, I, I don't know. Like I honestly well, don't know. We can give it a second listen if you guys want. I was going to say one one thing is like, did he also inadvertently admit that Soma is a horror game because he did intend to frighten <laughs> you? Or, uh, or is, that, or is gotcha. that still off the cards? Is that, is that still... You're right because he said like the one thing you can guarantee for, when he said that there's the one thing the horror genre is supposed to do. I was like, oh, what's he going to say? And it's like it's supposed to frighten you. I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah. I so guess can I can we agree that, with that. Could, could, is it, can, now, can we pull your head out your ass now and stop calling it not a horror? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't scare him, so it's not a horror. 
unique to the horror oh, genre. Fuck. <laughs> what is unique is that you're meant to feel frightened for yourself and for the. Because yeah, he said it was a failure. That Soma is a failure of a horror okay, game. Okay, but. Would it, would it not be better to say that a horror game is a game that is attempting to make you feel... Well, like, what, why is it defined by the reaction from the audience? Shouldn't it be defined by the intentions of the people who made it? Didn't he, didn't he say it's supposed to make you... He said it's supposed to make you feel frightened, as opposed to they're trying to make you feel frightened, which I guess is the distinguisher. Because this is more me going back to the whole Soma comment. Hmm. Because I'm sure it's something that you're interested well, uh, in. The, the, the um, obvious, the obvious yeah. point is just because you weren't scared doesn't mean that one other people weren't scared, and two that the author of the the or the publisher or the developer, whatever, mm -hmm. the, their intention was to scare you. Just because you weren't scared doesn't mean they failed. Uh, yeah, like I guess it's sort of a middle ground, you know. If I wrote a book set in like the Middle Ages and it was all about swords, and I said this is science fiction. <laughs> You can be like, well, it's not. And then you, you justify it because one character has a wristwatch. One of them has a wristwatch. See, it's sci-fi for the people in medieval times. He got that from a weird well, I mean, it's, it's mid It's middle ground, I guess. So there's a middle ground between what the developer intended and how the audience perceives it. Well, it, it, um, to, to remind me, Al, we had like a conclusion about the, the conversation that is of genre. And it was like, what is the purpose of identifying a genre in the first place? Why do we do it? Well, yeah, because it, it, when it comes down to it, when you have these people who are saying, like, you know, this game is not X or whatever, it's just like, okay, if I agree that Soma is not a horror game, what does that... Does, does what that happens? Distract, <laughs> does that detract from anything? Does that detract how, you know, how I experienced it? No, I, I, I shat my pants still. Um, okay. Uh, does it make me, like think less of the game like you know objectively no because well i i disagree but like you know if i just assume i went with it yes yeah, like yeah does it actually like knock off points off the scale of like how i rate the game in my head it's like no it doesn't it's 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 just an arbitrary shit place to die on a hill for because like, oh, it's, it's, it's the same argument with people who say that like you know certain game well, all games are technically rpgs because you're always role-playing someone and it's like what does that prove what does that what, what insight does that give us how does it change my position on anything? It's just a fucking... It's, it's a misnomer. It's fucking bollocks. I mean, any of you want to respond to this? Uh, problem is, and they're referring to us, they don't even talk about what Joe is trying to talk about. He talks about gameplay systems of horror games. What? <laughs> I, 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 uh, let me put this out there, just, just for clarification. For all the people who... Um, Joseph has actually commented on certain people for this. He said, like, you got it. Thank you. You got it. Why do you think so many people haven't got it? Like, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, is. if a lot of people fail to understand what you're saying, to a certain extent you could go, well, they're just stupid, but at, at, at some point you got to wonder if you've done something wrong in terms of the way that you've communicated like, it. Like, I, I, Quinton said the same thing about uh, his response to Rags and me, that we didn't get the points he was making because we were taking them down piece by piece. But then once we'd gotten enough proof he was just like okay fine i made a mistake it's like <laughs> we're, we've gone through this entire video and we're responding to the statements made what do you want from us <laughs> like that's the best we could do um i don't think well you just said because he doesn't articulate it well it's like i agree i would say so like maybe maybe his points would make more sense in a one-on-one -on -one conversation but this is the thing you can't blame somebody for failing to understand your argument 
Man, oh, no, I am really getting it. I gotta defend you there, Fringy. Someone just said, "When does Joseph Anderson call someone stupid?" It's like, no, Fringy wasn't wasn't actually saying that was a quote from Joseph Anderson. Don't worry. What? I don't even know how you got that, but that's not what he was saying. <laughs> I'm um, not even sure where that came from. Uh, Lord Lord Zarkon said earlier that they're not we're not trying to think. In um, by the way, referring to us as they, we can see what you're saying. It's very rude. Uh, <laughs> he said we're he said we're not trying to um, understand uh, from Joseph's point of view and i asked him how so and he said from his point of view of not being scared the video is him trying to think of ways to change that not really i mean um, he only spent like two minutes proposing alternate ideas and a not lot only of them that, don't make sense. we've said several times i know chase has definitely said it though it was like we can kind of see what he's getting at but he's mm -hmm. like he's hard well like, like I he's said, not explaining it super well but like i get the gist of what he's saying i just don't entirely agree like i'm not i'm not on the anti-joseph yeah. no anderson i reckon it'd be a great conversation if i was to be able to talk to him about this just to see what he says about all these different mechanics and how these games some of these games exist and how subjective all of this is have given it as much thought as you have so that might be why he probably right but he made a video on it and he said that he was going to make it like two years ago is that right like when he when he talked about soma so you think it's been in production this long i'm really disappointed oh, it's I, be longer than that, I doubt he? he's been working on it since then no no yeah. i don't think so, i would i'm gonna purport this is this is my opinion it's not based on facts i think he rushed opinion, this guys, video out stream. to make it for halloween yeah, probably. And he missed Halloween, though, didn't he? I think didn't it was a day after Halloween, day after? Yeah. I reckon that he was like, shit, man, Halloween would be a great time to release the video on why horror games don't scare me. I better throw that together quick. Uh, Lord Zarkon said, I agree. He doesn't explain it well, and I don't agree with most of the video, as I'm a bitch. <laughs> We're all bitches. <laughs> you redeemed shit. it at the end. Yeah. None of us are perfect, especially not me. Hell, it's called but, every yeah, frame I a pause. Like, how bitchy do you have to be to do that? <laughs> God. I'd love to chat to him about this though, because I think it's an interesting topic. Yeah, but um, I think his perspective is is uh, a little bit bizarre. Absolutely, and uh, this is the thing I told you before I started this video up first time. I was like, "How do you do this in 13 minutes?" Because if it was one minute, I would be like, "Yep, I can totally see this working." But 13—that means he has to actually bring in references, and there's no way he's going to bring in enough. I, and you know, we've gone well, through it, is, it. Yeah, and that's the case. It's it was assumption, but you know. He made a three-hour video on Super Mario Odyssey, but spent eleven minutes trying on a to genre. Genre of video games doesn't make. I didn't even make it through that video. Like, what was his Mario? Not to get too up. What was the gist he didn't of his Mario like video? It. He goes he through like every. He, he goes through every Moon Collection, and he did say. I remember reading this. He said that for the people who found the video tedious, that was the point. It was the idea that he shows you how to collect every one of them, and then you, as the as the viewer, go, "Man, this is boring," uh, and then you realize uh, that the uh, game well, was boring. So fucking yeah, but, meta. But, hey, man, you didn't important. get it. <laughs> but it, 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 you know, it is important to remember though that when it's presented in that manner, of course, it's going to come across as tedious. But when you're actually playing the game, it's a totally different. Like it, when you're playing the game, it's not a literal list of just things being read well, out to you. I'd need to watch the video again, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say maybe it did uh, have the intended effect that he actually wanted. But I mean, if you're going to say, for example, there's there's 16 ones that you collect by running on the spot for an hour, all you need to do is tell us that, really, because <laughs> that's that's that sounds awful. But if you he show also, all uh, of it. <laughs> He, for that for that video, he he compiled a one hour and twelve minute video showing how long you have to wait for the you got a moon animation, mm. just to like <laughs> like just just to be like oh this is how long it takes to watch animations. 
well, he, he comes across as like he hated the game. I remember reading Reddit threads were really pissed at him, like. And I remember I told Alex about this because I just read it and I could I could not giggle. They were like, people shouldn't have a problem with this because Joseph does research. He actually played all of the 3D Mario games up to that point. <laughs> uh, he 3D and 2D even, but the idea that... I think that's that's probably one of the reasons why he gets so much flack. Because I actually didn't realize just how many people dislike him or his content or perspectives. Because I always just thought he was like, he made interesting perspectives. But I think, when you I, dude, genuinely, I think I get way more, and... more hatred than he does. Like... <laughs> I think he's relatively. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say he's relatively <laughs> inoffensive. I always thought that you, yeah, you were I, relatively a golden boy on YouTube a little bit. I didn't realize because I think that that's, that's the what I was gonna say is that's kind of the main problem when you sort of because with my videos I kind of try to approach from an analytic perspective, but I'm not like an analyst by any stretch of the imagination, so I'm totally open to be corrected but it's interesting because i guess he does sort of brand himself as like an analysis guy so that means whenever he makes a small mistake or he sort of uh makes an oversight with something people come down on him pretty hard yeah it happens it happens to me i've been i've been paying for for a thing that you can't backstab <laughs> the jester robes ever since i said it on the dark souls 2 series there's like a million comments point out how wrong that is and it doesn't it's like i'd say it's one percent of the video's points if that's that's actually overstating it, but I'd be like, yeah, I've got to accept it. That was a mistake, and it's like, my bad. I didn't I didn't realize. I wish I wish my Dark Souls expert friends would have told me it's their fault. Really, if you think about it, <laughs> I am infallible. You. I'm YouTube man. Also, <laughs> Keyblade Master said, issue is that Joseph values immersion above all. Example: the alien being invincible in Alien Isolation quote didn't make sense. The alien couldn't be hurt or seemed to be following me the whole game. I can see that uh, not working, well. someone. Yeah. I mean, the the enemies in Amnesia, you can stun them, but you can't kill them. You can find weapons in Amnesia, but you can't equip them. The The only counter, narratively, there is for that is that Daniel's not a guy who can, you know, fucking use weapons. It's like, oh, come on. Average human can pick up a, a hammer. Not, like, it's impossible. Um, um, and then, last thing really quickly, um, Left Window added, Mauler and guys. Uh, we are guys. Do you have to be scared for yourself in a horror game for it to be good? Can you not just be scared for a character in the game you're playing? I think, like, 99% of the time when I'm scared in a game, it is because it's me. Like, for example, Resident Evil 4, that game is terrifying because at any given moment in time when you're playing that, you know, you die, you're gone. But then well, contrast that with Resident Evil 5 and you have a partner to bail you out, it immediately becomes less scary. How's this? Now you have it, it could be either. It could be either. Well, how's, how's this for a left field thing? I don't think you have to be scared to consider the horror game good. You can recognize that no. it was well constructed and it just didn't work for you. Sure. Or that it had appropriate theming even though you weren't personally scared. Yeah, or, or mechanics were really solid and the story was really well written, but you can be like, I, I just wasn't immersed. Didn't work for me. And that's kind of what I feel like yeah. this video is. <laughs> it's like... These games, I just don't get a boost, and I'm like, that's great. Let's just let's just let's polish this off. We're so close. We got like two minutes. I know left. We, we just added like. I know we can rewatch it if we want. It. <laughs> you can do this genre. What is unique is that you're meant to feel frightened for yourself and for the character starring in the game you're playing. A character that is an immortal force of nature that can never be killed, only stricken with inconvenience. Ironically, just like the monstrous supernatural villains that slash their way through their victims throughout the course of their movies. It's a strange conflict when you realize it. It's like Superman being afraid of a spider, or Jason being afraid of some boobs. So next time you're playing a horror game, ask yourself- I'm sorry, I just don't follow. I think, I think what he's trying to say is because you can respawn, you're not at risk, so there's no reason to be afraid. We've already established there's so many games that uh, it, it have was... removed that mechanic, or at least have a different mechanic. 
mm-hmm. it wasn't even just that like his use of words like for the unstoppable force and all that it's like look when i'm playing these games i don't feel like i'm fucking doom guy when i'm playing them no i feel like the characters in those contexts i feel like the vulnerable daniel in amnesia i don't i, don't well, I mean like... that's that's the immersive aspect of a video game is that you sort of feel like like you're not really perceiving it as you in the game you're you're sort of trying to fill the shoes of that character um it's it's a little bit different, I think. It's Superman. a slightly different thing. Superman could totally be afraid of spiders. Arachnophobia is about being yeah, irrational. Yeah, what if it's, what if it's a kryptonite yeah, spider? <laughs> nice, <laughs> perfectly. Um, but yeah, just the, the, also the idea that like the death part isn't necessarily what bothers me in Amnesia. Like I'm not fearing of dying. I'm just fear the thing itself, that creature. I don't know where it's from. I don't know how it operates. I don't want to be in the room with it. I want to get away from it. Me dying, all that is is a delay before I end up in that room again. Mahler, if you don't play this video, I'm gonna fucking come over right there, I'm gonna yank your cock off, and that's gonna be proper incentive. Self, are you really as scared as you could be? Or are you appreciating the fiendishly realized theme of the game instead of its actual scares? Well, but how is re- the theme- no, how can no, the theme no. not be scary? The actual scares, but not the themes. There he goes with those words again. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> no, it's it, we we gotta give him every piece of context, okay, Al? Next time you're no, playing no, a horror game, it. ask yourself- are you really as scared as you could be? Or are you appreciating the fiendishly realized theme of the game instead of its actual scares? And remember, no matter how weak a horror protagonist may be compared to other genres, there's no way to dismiss their immortality. Yes, you are a what bit- there is! <laughs> there is! Stop it! Stop Turn making the game off. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Friggy. <laughs> Your blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he keeps on it! He just won't stop! Well, it's, it's bizarre <laughs> to me, because he's already provided counters to that in his video. He's been talking about other mechanics that are in games that counter that. So they were must... horror games, were they? They were roguelites, but they are roguelites that are horror but games. He called so... Until Dawn okay. a horror game, mate, so <laughs> I don't know what his fucking right. rules are. Go, 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 go. I, I, I gotta got listen to it again, though, to make sure. That's, that's all I want to do right now. How weak the horror protagonists may be compared to other genres, there's no way to dismiss their immortality. You are a person safely separated from the horrific world, remotely controlling an unstoppable So god. how is that any different from watching a film? Or an you action, just go into a fucking that? jail and just start, like, making fun of everyone. <laughs> well, yeah, characters have plot armor. What about an action game? I'm not invested in any of this action because I can't phrase. die. There's no risks. I'm just running around shooting I'm until... A, basically, <laughs> all he's saying here, if, if we extrapolate this point further, is that media is incapable being immersive or entertaining because you are not involved in what's happening i enjoy this game for its scary themes not its scary gameplay therefore it's not scary for fuck's sake <laughs> i enjoy this film for its action themes not as action therefore but it's like, not an action game do you get what i mean with how like in an action game it's pretty crazy because you're like can i kill those guys before they kill me that would be the exchange and it's like down your yeah, accuracy risk, and your positioning yeah, reward, like. and why the fuck does it matter when you can just respawn right yeah, Wells, uh, Wells, Wayson Lacked said, there's no way to ignore your immortality. That doesn't sound like an opinion. Yeah, no, it's an opinion, guys. <laughs> it, read the title of the video, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Checkmate. Wasting the potential video games have to fully realize what we've all wondered while watching horror movies. Fuck you, that's just you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, genuinely, I think games realize horror better than most yeah. most of the best movies. Yeah, I mean, isn't isn't this kind of insulting to video game developers who well, make horror games? You're pretty much dismissing all their work because you can respawn. Films are amazing, but like games yeah. get to be films plus a bunch of other stuff if they want to. 
they get to add a whole bunch of other things. It it depends on how they're made. Um, mm -hmm. There's some things though that you know that there are some games that could, there's some films that just wouldn't translate to games. I don't mm -hmm. deny that, but um, he's he's like talking about how it's just like we learn from films what <laughs> games could be. I'm just like what. <laughs> oh fuck me! Yeah, we got we got to list that again though, because don't want to straw man him. Don't straw man him. Fucking There's hell. no way to dismiss their immortality. You are a person safely separated from the horrific world, remotely controlling an unstoppable god, wasting the potential video games have to fully realize what we've all wondered while watching horror movies. Have we all? Is that what we've all done? Why is what he now showing Undertale? That's a good question, actually. I don't get how that fits in. That well, just stuck out to me. A lot of his like references are hit and miss. Like, I, I, I... he's like, I just got to put in some B-roll. Fuck it. Is he saying yeah. Undertale yeah. realized some potential that games hadn't previously, or is he saying it doesn't? It's self-aware. Re. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Video games have to fully realize what we've all wondered while watching horror movies. What would I do if I was trapped in this situation? I eagerly well, await. But, I mean, it does realize that because you're still playing the game. It does realize what you would do because you're still. Yeah, but control. it doesn't because he can't respawn while this person he's playing as is. <laughs> but then, what if he's playing permadeath? Doesn't that solve that problem? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Shut up. What if he restarts the game the second those. he dies? Doesn't that solve the problem? I don't know. Does reincarnation exist? The true horror question. The tr <laughs> oh, <laughs> How do you know you don't just come back with a white memory? How do you know that? <laughs> I do if I was trapped in this situation. I eagerly await the game that pulls this off for the humans instead of the monster. Most suitable music. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, there we go. It's just a Patreon. We did it. 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 We did it, lads. Did you say there was something you wanted to say for the end, Chase? Uh... I really do think that people are uh, saying in the comments, like, Chase, you really should make sure these guys play Visage. Yeah, if you guys haven't, like, seriously, look it up. Um, Oni Plays did a really great playthrough of that. Uh, where, Because, like, uh, Chris O'Neill, you know, Oni, uh, he is particularly uh, very difficult to scare. It takes a lot for him to like a horror game. Like, he can still get scared, but he'll still have criticisms. And he really, really liked Visage. Like, he played it with three friends, and they were all, like, trying to fuck with each other and make little noises. It's like, is that in the game or is that real life? And it, it's just, like, a really great time overall to watch him play that. And uh, and he's super, super critical of all games forever. So for him to like Visage, I think, kind of lends a sense of credibility to it. But mm -hmm. just more than anything, when you play Visage, it's... The whole thing is, you know, don't much like amnesia, don't stay in the dark, you'll go insane. But unlike amnesia, when you stay in the dark and visage, um, like your insanity builds up, and then once it gets too to be too much, you can actually get killed by a jump scare. And the game will constantly do things to turn off the lights, and certain sources of light will reduce your insanity. At one point, you can get to be too insane, and you only you can only restore it with medication. Like there's a lot of interesting balances, and there's one part where um a big specter monster thing you'll know it's near because you'll hear like kind of whispering and visual flickering and you need to like get away from that area. And if you don't, it'll kill you. So it lends a real sense of, of hostility and threat mm. versus because it's not just, Oh no, I died. I have to go back to the respawn. No, it's you literally everything in that game makes your fucking like your spine tingle with fear. There's an enemy around the corner and you just hear him going like, Ugh. and you're just like, Nope, I'm turning this way. And it doesn't really matter.
you know, if you have to respawn, because obviously you will if you if you die. Uh, that's subjective, but... Chase. <laughs> I'm nowhere you. near the fucking mental levels, you guys. I'm not even <laughs> following along with your train of thought. I'm just thinking, I'd like to play a scary game right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I, 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 will, I will look into it. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it, um, it's great. It's, really, it's only early <clears throat> access, right now, but it's so, fucking phenomenal. So, Chase, what's your conclusion on this video? Uh, I like Chase. <laughs> that sums it up. Uh, <laughs> I don't like J Joseph Anderson. Can I want to take a big poopy on on his son's <gasps> chest? Apologize. <laughs> he might take that seriously and tweet about it. No, like once again, I really don't. Um, I don't really have anything against the dude. Like, I, I, I think he sounds kind of like he's full of shit a lot of the time, and he he speaks with an air of authority that uh, he doesn't really. He doesn't really back it up. I guess, like especially this video was super weak, mainly just in the sense that. He started off subjective, kind of went objective, showed a really limited range of games and uh, that didn't really fit with what he was talking about. I mean, I'm still trying to piece together how Undertale fit for that shot. Uh, I did see someone argue that when you die in Undertale, it sort of changes the storyline instead of death or life or something. Yeah, uh, not really, though. You just restart. Oh. <laughs> People <laughs> Have are you saying even played it? Chat, oh my so. god! <laughs> um, Fringy, what's your take? On the whole thing? Yeah, like sure. Oh, man, you know, like, <laughs> I can't, I've, I'm just, this could have been a really interesting discussion, but the, it's too short, and it's not well articulated, so it, yeah. it just ends up being this confusing mess of if, bad if he, arguments. If he provided a lot more examples, then a lot better, I think. I'm not sure that it would have been, because I think his conclusions are just ridiculous. And there might be the problem of well, no, cherry-picking. He'll pick all the games that match what he's saying, as opposed to ones that don't. Mm -hmm. And we, we assume he's said, played uh, them, because he's making comments Bur on the whole genre. Berman Gaming said the real issue is that he has no clue what he wants from horror. He doesn't want death, but he also wants immersion and everything. I, uh, immersion's a, a fucking a magic dragon chasing. Like, it's not something you just... you. You just get. It's not like you make a game and go, this will be immersive for everyone. It's like, no, you can make decisions that'll work for people, but won't work for other people. And that's, I always thought that was the thing that we agreed on as well as everybody. Are you saying that it's, that it's no. subjective? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just, man, the amount of people who played Amnesia and said it was crap, boring, and it's a pathetic attempt at being horror, I was like, hmm. I mean, if they didn't get spooked, if they didn't. If they didn't connect with Daniel, they didn't give a shit about the story, if they found the atmosphere to be more encroaching and annoying rather than immersive, what am I going to do? Tell them that they felt things wrong? And, you know, you get this, where it's like, uh, but if they had done this, then then I would have been immersed, and maybe other people would have been It's like, shit, just for you. Um, <clears throat> Alex, what's your takeaway? He used Until Dawn and Twilight, and, and ironically, um, uh, can't get over that. How dare you, uh, it was a joke. <laughs> um, you didn't clarify Soma. Is it a horror? <laughs> he never answered the question. Tell me! Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, I, yeah, this, that, that's, that's all I have to say, really. I'm good. Um, re really quickly, um, where was it? Uh, Elisu Silva, I don't know the name, said, when you make a game for everyone, you make a it's the same with marketing, truly. Like when you advertise to everyone, you advertise to no one. You have to choose a specific subset of the demographic to market to, or else it's not going to be effective. Like if it's palatable to everybody, it won't be palatable to anybody in a very significant core way, oftentimes. 
It'll just be like, well, it's the idea of like uh, the popcorn movie, right? It's the one everyone goes to see and goes, that was neat, moving on. As opposed to you bring up a movie that barely anyone sees, but the, the people who did, they go, oh my god, that was like the that was fucking Citizen Kane. Because um, it's like tailor made for different people, I suppose. And again, that's subjective. <laughs> I just keep saying it. <laughs> that's the meme from this fucking stream. Uh, Metal, what did you think of the video? Yeah, not a whole lot to add, actually. This is poorly phrased at some points. Could be an interesting topic to discuss, but I don't know. It stands so definitive in the end, and I don't think there's any follow-up on that shit, so... Well, let me ask you this, guys. Did you feel you were broadened on anything thanks to the video? No. He, he kind of just made some opinions that I've thought about in the past, but he kind of tried to present it as, like, this is a pro... Like, again, I know it's his opinion. He kind of tried to present it as, like, this is a flaw of game design in horror. Subsequently, I don't like horror games anymore because they all do this and it's a flaw. It, like, that may not have explicitly been what he was trying to say, but it's certainly kind of how it came off. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, hopefully this just spawns conversation, uh, not just with, with what we've talked about, not just with the <coughs> chat, but comments as well. Because it's an ongoing discussion, it's very interesting what makes horror yeah. games scary exactly. It's just whenever someone comes out and says, this is what it does, it's like, uh-oh. Like, that guy's gonna have to have some really strong references you know <laughs> yeah. um i'm now going to to tackle the uh super chats all in a row so um uh michael i said i got the dose also i got another anime recommendation mob psycho 100 by the same author that made one punch man yeah, i couldn't get into it but i hear really good things granted i only watched the first episode <laughs> so i'm talking about this, but it just didn't uh, hook me anyone else here to that I one? Do hear everyone say it's great yeah, I've heard of it. Um, uh, it's it's on the list. Uh, funny enough, in the manga, um, Saitama wears a mob psycho jumper, and the, I, I, I was like, I recognize the name, but I googled it. And I went, oh, oh yeah, that's the anime I need to watch. <laughs> you know, if you if you want a really good kind of tying it into tying it into the topic of the video, if you want to see a really really good anime that has a lot of sort of overarching, uh, it's not really horror, but it's definitely it's more psychological horror for sure. Check out Monster. It's like from fucking oh, the early two yes. thousands. That's a really good. Anime. I know that Alex was just waiting to be like, hey, "Will he be right? Will he be yeah. right?" <laughs> yeah, it's about yeah. a it's about a surgeon who uh, regrets not uh, operating on a guy, and then uh, he confronts the grieving family afterwards, and they're really upset with him, and like they ruin he ruined their lives, and then he's like, "Fuck!" Next time I, because originally he was going to operate on this guy, and his his. Uh, his boss was like, no, operate on this other guy because he's donating millions to our hospital. And he's like, all right. And then uh, the guy ends up dying. And he feels terrible. And then later he gets an opportunity to to save a little boy. And his, and his boss is like, no, go save this guy that's donating a bunch. And he's like, fuck you. And he goes and saves the kid. And then it turns out that the kid grows up and he's a mass murderer. Yeah, now he needs to stop his... That's not actually too inaccurate because he's a member of like a... White I know, I know. I'm all... Shh, shh, shh. Spoiling it. Uh, so yeah, the next donation... Uh, horror, horror games are for queers. Uh, thoughts? I am queer. Confirmed. You might as well just suck a dick. Frankly, I'm just saying. Well, that's, 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 that's a good question. Which, which essayist is the closest to Gadelb? Um, I don't think any essayist should ever be anywhere near what happens in those videos, because... Uh, yeah, but if anything, the voice is based on Mark Brown. The content was more based on H. Bomber guy. Um, a lot of quotes were used for those different people, so it's it's really up to you guys. What do you subjectively feel about that? Um, can't wait till this later. It'll be great work for tomorrow. Uh, thanks, Skull on Wheels. Great to see Chase on this one. His stuff's always good. Yeah. Chase. Uh, he did this video. <laughs> okay. He did this video though. Okay, the way that he did it. 
top Jared reference there. I'm afraid if no one gets it, it's 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 top. This better be longer than three hours or I'm pulling your wheels off, skull on wheels, general, saint chief of the goddamn podcast army. I don't think we're going to make it to three hours. We'll get close, though. Very close. That's no, no, why we, we started a 20 past, quarter past eight. We got, uh, we're two Very hours, three hours. We're two hours and 40 can minutes I, can right I now. I just say, I always hear everyone praising yeah. Super Patch Wolf and like his video essays are pretty good. But I just can't get over the way. <laughs> sounds like he's. Oh, working, dope. Working. oh, I know, I know. I, I, I really do, do enjoy his content, especially obviously the anime shit. But yeah, it's, it, it schemes oh. me out. It's like back up, dude. I can hear you fine. Project a little bit. Because there was one time where I did a horror uh, anime review and I talked like this. Do you ever the atmosphere? But it just have you ever seen Salad Fingers? He reminds yep. me of that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's like uh, whenever people do that, it reminds me of people who are just you like, please come come my, tell me my voice is. <laughs> There's Chumbadale uh, in there. That's, that's more horrifying than fucking Until Dawn. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking sound effects is terrifying. Um, uh, yeah. Most of the sound effects and shit. Just Anita, the visuals. It's like you don't know when someone's going to jump at you and fucking jump scare you in that show. And Anita Sarkeesian just announced Spooky Game 2. I've... Oh, finally. Yeah. <laughs> no, reread the name. Reread how he spelled Sarkeesian. Oh, oh, Anita Sarkeesiani? Is that. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I think he was just memeing, but okay. maybe. Um, like a pasta. Uh, Joseph Anderson is a pretentious idiot who desperately wants to be Matthew Matosis. I still think that he's actually decent. I just got angry at him with the Soma thing. Because I have to remember <laughs> that right. there are so many content creators that are so much worse. This is one of his worst videos, don't get me wrong. Like, it's just, it adds nothing to the conversation, this video. If anything, it just, it'll confuse lots of people because you'll have people parroting this now. Like, horror games aren't scary because you respawn. You'd be like, oh, God. Like, we have to unpack that for you so that you realize like, that... You know, the, the weird thing is, like, I completely understand where he's coming from, but what is the solution? Well, he often, you know, like, he they're, often they're, they're... a bunch chase when you're paying attention. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I genuinely think his Soma video, it does more bad than good, but I thought his Witness video was good. I liked his video on... Trying to remember what other ones I've seen. Um, oh, controversially, any of any of you guys played uh, Inside? It was the sequel no, to Limbo. Uh, well, not sequel, bit. spiritual successor to Limbo, I guess. I've seen all of it. Uh, I was not impressed. I played it and I found it kind of lame. And I watched his video on it, and he pretty much articulated everything I had a problem with. And I was like, I don't know if it's because I was biased against the game or if because it was a well-made video, but I enjoyed that one too. Um, and I think you'd be great to actually have a conversation with, but I know there's no chance that's ever going to happen. <laughs> like, especially with this well, stream. Uh, here's, here's the thing, so I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but I know that all, all of those fucking YouTubers, that they get critical acclaim and then they, they get into their clicks. They're all a bunch of fucking cunts. Like, I, <gasps> I, can't, I can't say anything about anyone in particular, like I said, but I have met basically everyone from every fucking circle on YouTube, and they all put on this air of, like, I'm really reasonable and approachable and nice, and you meet them, and they're just, like, huge cunts. Have you met that asshole Mola guy who doesn't let people have feelings? Uh, I hear he's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> so true. He, he doesn't like women. He didn't like Black Panther. He doesn't smell <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> Uh, it's infuriating they conflate genre and themes. Um, that's, that's another thing we didn't even really get to get into. Like, uh, what is it that defines a genre versus having the themes of, of something that might be present in a genre? And this, this, what I, what I just said is so fucking complicated to go through. You'd need, like, a whole ten hours to be like, okay, so this is, like, every single thing that is ever relevant to this conversation. Mahler, 
Are you going to make a video like replying to Joseph Anderson's video? Because I would actually, unironically, I would really love to see you break it down and give examples of what oh, you I figure that this stream will, will be that. I'm busy with people are desperately waiting my next TFA stuff. I'm still working on it. But I really want you to do more like horror game stuff because that shit is so enjoyable. I know, I have a lot of fans who are upset that I'm not doing horror anymore, but the thing is, the channel was never a horror game channel, it's just what I tackled first. That's, that's the, yeah, so it's what you, you like, did it really well. When I did... I just put my highlights back. But when I did ukulele after Resident Evil 7, people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> ukulele? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I wanted to cover it, that's all. And it's like, Star Wars? Like, what, what, is, what is this channel? I was like, oh, it's, it's just non-specific. Yeah, it's like, I just fucking do what I want. Pretty much, yeah, and, and I think it's, it's better for me, uh, for making things, if I don't force myself to stick to one, uh, let's say, just format or focus or genre, even. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I there's going to be a horror game I'll cover in the future, guaranteed. I just uh, don't know when exactly. Joseph, well, like someone did ask earlier what you think of Fooly Cooly. You know that anime? Nope. FLCL. It's a six-episode OVA, and I think you'd really like it in terms of just, like, the pacing. It's basically like a weird, surreal music video. If you want to, like... Uh, a sort of tester on what I probably would think of this thing, then if Alex has seen it, he can give you sort of a... Because me and him tend to follow the same sort of result on a lot of media. Yeah, yeah, yeah but not, though, on this one. Can't, uh, can't say I know anything at all. Okay. You guys should check it out. It's really good. And uh, they made seasons two and three recently by a completely different team with a much more limited budget, and it sucks my asshole. Oh, that's, really my, that's my fear for, like, so many animes. <laughs> Yeah, someone said, uh, uh, Joseph, too cool for school, Anderson. Uh, so I'm going to have to go ahead and say now, really don't want any hate towards Joseph Anderson. I just felt like this was a great opportunity to talk about um, uh, all the subjects. And as much as we've been like, may maybe someone here said that he's a dick, or he's retarded, or he's an idiot, or he's pretentious, like any, any insult... Of course, he was just said casually, and we don't actually want anyone to go hunt him down and tell him he's a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, he, he, he's, 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 he's not a bad person or anything like that. No, we don't even. We, we, I don't know him. Everyone just remember, say? like, we, we're just disagreeing with a lot of things he say. We're not like you know. And uh, yeah, we're not I, hating on. Well, genuinely had a long passionate comment in one of the earlier EFAPs saying, "Can you please have a disclaimer discouraging witch hunting?" And I was like, I really wish that wouldn't be necessary. Uh, you don't really need to tell your audience what to do. People are going to do it regardless. Well, they're, just... they're saying that um, if if discouraging it meant that instead of ten people witch hunting, there was nine, wouldn't it be worth it? Not really. It's just the <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm kind of saying on principle. It's like, you guys know that you shouldn't really do that, right? You don't need me to tell you that. <laughs> it's like, did your mom not raise you properly? That but... I think that's okay. People feel like it's a sort of responsibility thing. But, I mean, I'm never going to be encouraging people to do it, so... Uh... Should be, yeah. But I mean, yeah. Don't please. And again, I shouldn't need to say it, but like, man, like the people, because you know, like the whole like people scared. Uh, what's her name? The actress for Rose off Instagram, and I'm just like, I mean, surely that's only like that validates the uh, the the evil, if you will, because everyone receives evil. But then it's only once you take an action of like running away that it it becomes like a real thing that people like report about it. Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, a lot of actresses probably experience the same thing. Maybe she experienced more hate than others because she was Rose Tico. But again, why? <laughs> why go after the actress? She had to read the script. Eh, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that hate their fucking lives and it's an event to just, like, shit on people that are doing way better than them. That's what I've gathered, anyway. It's not like a blanket accusation, but that's just a general truth I've noticed. There's a lot of people out there that they do that to, like, blow off steam. That's most of the YouTube comment section. It's like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, there are a couple like, of comments like not reading it. that I'll receive, and I'll be like, I wonder if they just wanted to say it instead of they actually yeah. wanted me to read it. I wonder if they'd be like, I prefer he doesn't read it. I just want to say it. 
uh, go bull in the chat said, "Don't eat babies, guys." <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Tasty. There's a guy used to allow. You don't want to do that. No one else wants it, you know. Yeah, um, <laughs> you will have that. My, my my little pony friendship is magic is the best horror theme game ever made. Talking ponies, goddamn! Like, I think True. that's 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 a fair yeah. perspective. Uh, Legit. No comment. Yeah, Patrick Williams made a video on Michael Bay, and everyone's wondering if I'll cover it just because Patrick Williams. But um, I from what I saw, I was just like, meh, this, this seems fine to me. Like I. I don't really, it's not, when he has a concept of why you should not care about plot holes in writing, that's like, <laughs> that's explosive in terms of a subject, but if he, if he says stuff like, you know, there are certain techniques that Michael Bay uses that are actually good versus bad, I should be like, am I, I yeah. and, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, and also the fact that um, it's like a 30, 40 minute video or something, so we'd be here for, I say that as if anybody's going to say that's a problem, like, yeah, yeah. fucking 8 hour EFAB, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> a good horror, regardless of media, triggers your flight or fight instincts on a subconscious level as consciously you know you're not in any real danger. Uh, but again, that would be like some guy out there says that that did not happen for him, and then some other says it, do it did it for him. So what do we say about that game ultimately if it did it for some and not for others? I suppose it would be good subjectively as... Uh, do you want to do it again, Chase? The the, the fucking subjectively uh, with, with echoes, yeah. Is that we, yeah. You uh, <clears throat> uh, start over so I can like time it. No, Patrick made a video recently praising Michael Bay. See, <laughs> a lot of people may want to cover it. Um, Alien Isolation does have a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> alien Isolation does have a suicide button. It's the shift key. Are they implying because when you run, the alien can find you easier? Yeah, it just instantly just goes. I'm fucking here. Please get me. <laughs> Uh, can't stay for the climax of EFAP, but so happy to finally catch one live. Love listening while I work and suck as many danguses as uh, we did read that one before, and uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Salad King. Ah, uh, the danguses, yeah. I never got notified that you're all streaming. I am so sorry. I don't even know if the bell even works, uh, so <laughs> I can't even recommend rigging it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think it does. You don't really die in Undertale, you just go back in time. This way. Couldn't you argue that in all games? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And you're a superhuman, you know. Or you could just you could be like, there's a covered. there's a god out there who doesn't like it when I die, and he just goes. Oh, you are the unstoppable force, aren't you? So true. When are you gonna watch slash talk about Geo Geo? Is that an anime? I don't know. Probably. Don't witch hunt people unless it's H Bomber guy. He said slash so we're fine. That's true. Well, when you're as fucking smug and self-righteous and condescending as him, he kind of demands it. Hey, Chase, did you see the tweet from him where he said, I actually love it when people call me smug because that means they felt I was saying things with absolute confidence when I have trouble doing that. He was smug. It's demeanor. He was smug about being smug. Yeah, it's just, it's like when you get someone who's that confident, <laughs> that uh that you know it's like it's like when people say uh, you mad bro it's like no you're just a fucking cunt well, i was gonna say you can be confident without being smug you know you just make statements so you, you yeah. don't it's just annoying that's all it doesn't it's... make him wrong it just makes him abrasive when he was when he was doing the shit where he's like oh matthew matosis is the game too hard for you oh it's like the fuck are you doing people love him. <laughs> it's like you said in your video people fucking love matthew matosis he's so likable he never takes shots at anyone exactly he's always smaller uh he's always <laughs> <laughs> he's always so sweet and he just kind of does his own thing he's not really even active on twitter he doesn't really have much of a presence elsewhere he'll he'll stream video games that he likes and you hear him in his streams and he's just he's just having a good old he's time a chill dude like how could you how could awesome. you find anything to 
even if you disagree with him, how could you bring yourself to be condescending to him? So you must be a fucking giant turd of a person. Was, that's opinion. why I was like, this is absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Like, throw up that shield, Chase. You'd be like, you can't say anything yeah. is my opinion. It's my opinion. Subjectively. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like the ultimate critic plot armor. It's too good. <laughs> that's what it is, man. That's seriously... Because I, I think it's relevant to say in my opinion uh, in a script. I just don't feel like people use it that way much anymore. It's more so to be like, fuck, I just shat this script out in a day. I'll just put in my opinion at the end. And then in you do it, then you're good. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm not using any references here, guys. It's just my opinion. Please. All sorted. So yeah, remember, um, guys, if you disagree with me, it's my opinion. So. Um, yeah. Since, since... That's my favorite counter-argument is when people say, if you don't like it, don't watch. It's like, no. I well, wish I was I wish you could do that. Well, I mean, if you, if you continuously kept watching a TV show just to hate on it, I would ask you, like... Are you planning well, yeah, on stopping anytime soon? Or? Like one oh, criticism, God. people go. Like, I, I pointed out that the Super Smash Bros. Direct from yesterday morning was like really underwhelming, and I had so many people in my mentions on Twitter saying, oh, you're the worst kind of Smash fan. It's like, this is the only time I've been critical of that game coming out. <laughs> well, yeah, like, if, they say, you. if you watched something for the, the first time, expected it to be good, that you said it was bad, they were like, why are you watching it? Then I'd be like, because I thought it would be good. That be the answer. <laughs> I had expectations. <laughs> Um, Why didn't you decide whether you liked it or not before you consumed it? You What's fucking you? idiot. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, because we're wrapping up, uh, uh, Fringy, would you like to tell people why they should subscribe to your channel while I post it in the chat? Oh. Oh. I, I, haven't, I haven't posted in like four months. Oh, just, so. just, just make it up. Just say hey, it's the you promote your stuff, anyway. by the way. Just do it anyway. Listen and believe me when I tell you that... <laughs> That it's, that it's the best channel in the world. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Chase, why should people subscribe to your shitty channel? Um, primarily because I just kind of do, like, you know how Dunky just makes videos and he just, like, has opinions? He's like, I like this. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that, but I don't, you know, I don't try to do anything like that where it's like, oh, look at how funny I am. It's just like, if I like it, sometimes I'll do something really sentimental. Sometimes I'll do something really, like, analytical. Sometimes I'll just review shit that I like. Usually anime and games. I don't know. I don't fucking care if you don't subscribe, but feel free. Well, uh, let me just say that for, for the people, listen and believe, yes, to this. Uh, <laughs> go and find Chase's video on Klonoa. Try and, the challenge is try and watch it without feeling sad. I'm it's a little, it's a little campy. I'll I'll let you know ahead of time if you watch my Klonoa video. I definitely play up how emotional it is because I was like extremely depressed when I made I it. Was, it was like I was pretty thing. taken with it. I think that oh, it was cool. appropriate. Like that. It's yeah. sad, man. My 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 girlfriend at the time uh, left me and then fucked five other people within the course of two months. So I just needed to. <laughs> that's actually that's actually the reason, but I couldn't real, say it in my video. That's actually what happened. You put, so that's you put that into sad. the children's game. <laughs> That's why, yeah, that's why I made a sad video. I was like, that fucking bitch. You're a bit emotional <laughs> um, And then I suppose uh, Alex and Mel, if, if I don't, uh, what do I do? <laughs> also, Twitch like, streams are not allowed here. I get it. Wait, you stream? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Everyone in chat is just like, wow, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, at least with Mel, I can actually post his Twitch channel if yeah, you guys want to check it out. But yeah, I just stick around in games, basically. Uh, I don't do anything. Well, yeah, else. for me, it's just expect to see me in another Mauler stream sometime soon, maybe. <laughs> Depends how desperate he is. <laughs> And yeah, uh, like I said, you know, uh, a lot of people will probably, there's probably gonna be a top comment saying like, you guys just don't let people have opinions. The idea was to have opinions about the opinions and to tackle 
sort of the the whole point of EFAP is to look at the scripts of video essays pretty much because um we're tired of the idea that you you say a bunch of things and then you go in my opinion and then there's no discussion it's just boring and i get it See, if, they, if they just came out and they said i really like this youtuber and i'm annoyed that you tried to put holes in any of their arguments just fucking say it that will i'll actually respect you if you come out and say i'm a massive fanboy fucking loser and i don't actually have an argument <laughs> why, why would you I, I will say that you more at least you're honest you know um I'm just being like, I'm, no, actually, objectively, it's very true, and you are just a neckbeard. Yes, open invitation for <laughs> Joseph Anderson to come and talk about the subject if he would like to. No pressure. And uh, it, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this wherever and whenever you may be listening to it. It'll go up on the um, the second channel, which is called Moolah. Uh, you can find all of the past EFAPs are, uh, are on there. And if like, Joseph like, Anderson like, does yeah. see this, if Joseph Anderson does see this, I promise Mahler really doesn't bite. He's not as 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 edgy in in person or you know on calls anyway as he is in his videos. Man, I would love to to listen to Joseph Anderson talk about video games. I would I would. Yeah, love. you're super nice. Like the fact that you fucking like tore apart my video a little bit. I was. You think I wasn't butthurt? I was super butthurt. I was like this fucking asshole. <laughs> and then I messaged you, and you were so nice. I couldn't be mad. <laughs> Yeah, it was the same thing with uh, Wolf, wasn't it? Well, yeah, uh, I said that Wolf made a really bad video on Thor Ragnarok, and then he, he was told about it, and he left a comment on my video being like, what the fuck you say? And then I was like, want to have a conversation? He was like, okay. And then we literally just talked about what we like about movies and stuff, and then we were like, want to be friends? Oh, okay. It's mostly your voice. Like, you just fucking make me rock hard, and I'm just like, I gotta keep talking to this guy. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Um, we, I just I, I heard your voice and I just went. Ugh. We got we got two minutes. <laughs> we got two minutes until three hours. We got to fill it. Uh, someone talk about something. Uh, two minutes. It's racist. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, Fringy, what are you doing with the rest of your day? <laughs> Man, supposed to be doing a podcast like now, but it's not like I'm still waiting on somebody. So, uh, so you're doing a podcast right now, you idiot. <laughs> God, from yeah, your life. Another one. Bring you alive this whole time. Early. I have to wake up early to do podcasts with you, freaking. Oh, it was me. <laughs> Fringy, well, you, know who you, you know who you sound like? Uh, fucking. Uh, oh, what's the name of that Australian guy that uh, did a bunch of? Oh, that Australian guy. No, no, no. I know that one. <laughs> no, fucking. Damn it! What's his name? I'll get back to you. Dude, Keep talking. Oh. Well, I lost my train of thought. Figure out who he is. Is it Alpharad? I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna help me out here. Uh, is it Taika Waititi? He's Australian. He's New Zealand. Fuck, isn't he? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's same, not, same, <laughs> same thing. Oh, it's the same thing, Frankie. <laughs> oh, right. And Canadians and Americans are the same. Is no, that you, right? you have to say English and Welsh are the same to get to me. Yeah. Oh, English and Welsh are the same. Fuck you a butt, you a butt, you fucking what? You, oh, you're fucking you're all from oh, Musilk, Musilk, Musilk. That's who like you a, remind a, me of. Musilk? If I walk in M-U-S-E-L-K. Musilk. Yeah, he just, like, listen to one of Musilk's videos and tell me he doesn't sound fucking exactly oh, like is he a YouTuber? Yeah, he's a YouTuber. He does a lot of, like, uh, Let's Plays and stuff. Oh, well, interesting. But um, it's like fucking one to one. Sorry, go on. <laughs> we are we are pretty much at three hours. So I'm going to say thank you all for for guesting. Thank you, Joseph Anderson, for providing the opportunity to talk about this subject in such detail of pedantry that we often do. Thank you, chat, for the donations and for the interaction. It's been fun, and uh, hope you had hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Fuck you. <laughs> and. Uh...